This is a dill pickle, a mighty pretty pickle, especially when he joins you at the show. We have lots of pretty pickles waiting for you at the refreshment center. They're plump, tender, mouth-watering. Wouldn't one taste good right now? Once again, to Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. I'm one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A. And with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how's it going, sir? Going well. Excellent. And in the state of Missouri? Hi, this is Kevin. Kevin, how's it going, sir? I'm here. Fair enough. And in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts? Hello, it's Johnny. Johnny, how are you, sir? Excellent, sir. Excellent, excellent. So uh, for folks who are curious, who have stumbled upon us, who we are, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com. It's an all-news website for uh, films and pop culture. So uh, if you follow uh, that type of news, you should go to it daily, have it make sure it's you know bookmarked, because it updates all the time with podcasts, uh, reviews, release notices, news articles, uh, some video and the like. Uh, so definitely uh, check out darkdiscussions.com. Uh, we also have a Patreon where you can uh, donate to the podcast because everything you see on the on that website as well as what you're listening to now is totally free. We do not make any money. Uh, if anything, we are in the red because we have to pay uh, hosting fees, server fees, and software fees and all that good stuff. So anything that you want to donate to us would be greatly appreciated. And we are only asking, but we don't request uh, if you do donate, for every $5 that you donate, there's a chance that we'll do an episode on a movie of your choice. So, for example, if you donate $15 in one month, you would have three choices. So you could choose one movie three times or three different movies. And then at the end of each quarter, we pick out of a figurative hat through a computer program, and whatever pops up it will be an episode that will either be on Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews or the Dark Discussions Podcast, which is the flagship podcast of the Dark Discussions News Network. Uh, we just uh, had our 10th year anniversary. Anniversary, March 13th, 2011 to March 13th, 2021. So we've been around for a long time. Uh, we get a good amount of listeners. We've had over uh, 3,000 listeners uh, in less than a month, 700 just this week for uh, uh, Dark Discussions podcast. And then Halloween Boutique uh, got another uh, 250. So uh, we're, we're doing pretty good. And yet we make no money because we do this for fun though we would like to get some money from you folks just for the fact to uh, pay for all the the costs that are done because of doing this podcast and the network itself um all right so uh you can email us at darkdiscussions at aol.com or press the contact us link on the website and we will read your email on the podcast so if you have suggestions for films you have a film that you want to review and, and send it over to us we'll read it on the podcast or even uh on prior episodes so if you were interested in uh say uh, the summer of san Gale, which was our latest episode that was just released today uh we will uh hear your your thoughts and we will read those thoughts on uh the episodes uh today for folks who are curious is july 5th 2021 the day after fourth of july happy independence day to all our american friends which we are american and also happy canada day or canada day or whatever it's called uh which was just a couple days earlier to our friends up north 
Um, all right. So I think uh, we're good. Uh, before we do get into our um, topic tonight, uh, we do have a couple of news night items that we'll bring up. Uh, the first one is uh, uh, director uh, of Superman, Lethal Weapon, um, Goonies, uh, passed away. Uh, anybody know who know his name? Anyone? Richard Donner. Donner. Yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, he just passed away. Uh, uh, older man. Uh, and uh, unfortunate, but uh, he did uh, pretty good uh, 80-something years. Um, for folks who are interested in his work, I would recommend any time you can hear a director's commentary for any of his works. It's high recommend. I've listened to a couple of his director's commentaries, and they're some of the best director's commentaries I've ever listened to. So uh, just a heads up, uh, if you like his films, buy his disc, because they will have director's commentaries um anybody uh have any thoughts yes go on Johnny. um i would be remiss if i didn't say i believe he directed the omen which was the single most scary movie of my childhood i believe yes yes he did well done yes yeah great movie (laughs) yeah yeah that was uh one of my favorite horror films of all time uh uh certainly in my top five um and that's that's a good one to bring up. Absolutely. Yeah, fine. I'd also like to bring up. There's a 50% chance I probably watched it at your house, but <laughs> yeah. that's, that's that's dating us a little bit. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. That, that, well, it wasn't my house. It was my parents' house. I just lived there as a, as a child. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So you, when you came over, probably one day after during high school, we probably watched, you know put the movie in and watched it. So yeah, dating ourselves just a bit, just a bit. Um, also, uh, anybody else, uh, Kevin or. Uh, Barrett, uh, any thoughts on uh, Richard Dahmer's work and his passing? He had, he had great works. Most of the movies that he created, I really, really enjoyed. Um, I mean, Lethal Weapon was definitely one of the greatest action movies I ever saw at the time in the theater, which dates me as well. Um, but And The Goonies. I mean, who can forget The Goonies? So, yeah, he's, he's great. No, I, I enjoyed, uh, well... Richard Donner for me is always the name for the Goonies, and I saw that in a date myself. Now I remember when it came out in the theaters, and I probably saw it three or four times. Yeah, me too. And I just and then you know it comes on HBO. I watched it. I found it on DVD or Blu-ray, and I have it, and you know I'll watch it from time to time just because it's just a fun movie. Yeah, sure is, sure is. Yeah, so uh, yeah, so uh, rest in peace to Richard Donner. Uh, we'll probably do another uh, comment with uh, the co-host of the Dark Discussions podcast and one of those later episodes to talk about it as well. Uh, maybe even do a, a Richard Donner uh, tribute episode where we do one of his films. Who knows? Um, also, uh, some other news uh, of note is uh, Lovecraft Country, which is a podcast or a television show, television Get show that. Television show that uh, um, is on HBO that myself, Barrett, and Kevin Letts, as well as Mike, co-host Mike, on uh, the Dark Discussions podcast, uh, did a spinoff podcast called A Travel Guide to Lovecraft Country, uh, uh, basically a weekly episode on each episode of that television series. And yes, it was canceled. Um, We kind of figured that was going to happen. It seemed pretty fine. Yeah, well, from they, reading, they were probably, I was going to okay. say from reading about the um, director, uh, is it Misha Green? I can't remember. You mean the, show, you mean the showrunner? Yeah. The showrunner, yeah. They had a lot of ideas for season two, but um, yeah, I mean, it's 
I'm not sad to see it gone. I would have maybe watched it just to see where it was going to go, but it's, you know, it's not going to kill me for it to be canceled. Yeah, same here. I wasn't a fan of, of the series at all. Um, I, was, I was actually kind of disappointed. Um, obviously, uh, the critics uh, loved it, but if you look at Rotten Tomatoes, uh, there was a big gap between critics and regular viewership. Um, and, uh, you know, we, we discussed uh, it's the political messages and, and whatnot that was throughout the series. It appears that season two would have been identical because uh, Misha Green actually put out a map of what she was going to do, which was an alternate reality. Yep. Uh, America called Sovereign States of America broken up into four sections. Uh, New England area would be called the Jefferson's something or other. The South, which was, uh, the, you know, the old South would have been called Negro land. And that's, that's, that's her, what she wrote. Not, not what I'm saying. Uh, the, the, area where Kevin lives and, and Kentucky and all those would be called white land. And, and then the, all the rest of the country on the other side of the Mississippi or Missouri river would be called uh, uh native uh, American or native indigenous land or something of that nature. So, so it was going to go very racial again, just like season one. Um, so, you know, whatever floats your boat, uh, that obviously doesn't float my boat at all. Um, which I felt the politics of the show was probably the weakest part of the show. Um, I mean, Kevin, you know, the, I know you were horrified when, when they, they did Whitey's on the moon and things. So there was a lot of weird things about the season one that, uh, didn't appeal to me. Um, and, uh, I just, I just didn't really like the show, uh, anyway, but, uh, that doesn't mean that I'm glad it's canceled because, you know, you know, people can watch whatever they want. Uh, it just happens to be that, uh, HBO uh, obviously didn't think it got the audience that they were hoping, and it was probably way too expensive uh, for uh, what they pretty they rare for them. It's pretty rare. I mean, HBO doesn't usually do just a season, so it's yeah. pretty rare. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, again, you got to remember HBO was bought out by uh, uh, was it Warner Brothers? I think. Yeah, that's so, true. So it's a little change <laughs> since then, but also. Um, they weren't, the, the, you know, the the viewership for that show was 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 terrible. I mean, when, when uh, the Undoing came out the following week, that that like tripled what any episode of Lovecraft Country did, you know. So, yeah, um, it it just shows you the that uh, it it just wasn't well received by uh, the numerous people. I, I know the fans who love the show are, are avid fans of the show, but um, it just wasn't. Uh, um, as many fans as the critics pretended to, because, you know, the critics made it sound like this was, you know, a great show. Uh, while again, Rotten Tomatoes shows that the regular audience was much, much lower than, than, uh, the critics. Um, all right. So, uh, any other things that people want to bring up about Lovecraft country? Anyone? Yeah, that's pretty much how I feel too. Um, all right. So I guess we could get into our topic tonight and, uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Uh, what are we going to discuss? Tonight, we're going to be discussing the movie Till Death um, with Megan Fox, starring Megan Fox. Um, I'm not sure exactly how to say his name. Owen Mackin and Callan Mulvey. Owen. Pronounced Owen. Owen Mackin and Callan Mulvey. Um, directed by S.K. Dale and written by Jason Carvey. All right, before we uh, continue, let's listen to the trailer. Happy anniversary, Pumpkin. Things have been bad between us, and I'm sorry. I know one surprise isn't going to fix everything. 
I love you with all of my heart. Till death do us part. I'm impressed you made it this far. There's one final surprise. Happy anniversary, pumpkin. We're not leaving until we open that safe. 200 grand in rocks. We split the diamonds. Let's go. Two people knew the combination to that safe. The guy who hired us. And the girl. She could be miles away by now. She's still in the house. No one needs to get hurt. They want you to scream. SK Deal. Uh, also, uh, it was written by someone named Jason Carvey. Megan Fox, as you mentioned, is the is the lead actor. Um, thank you, Kevin, for giving us our Gaelic uh, translations of Irish names. A- A- o- Owen Mackin uh, is uh, pronounced Owen, even though it's E. Owen. Uh, but again, uh, you know, with Siobhan, uh, some people say Siobhan. Right, so it's sometimes kind of, I get them right, sometimes I don't. <laughs> indeed, indeed. I think they're. I think Irish names are harder than than Polish names. To be honest, I have no problems with Polish names. But uh, either way, um, the film is brand new, uh, released July second, twenty twenty one. The film is uh, from Screen Media Films. It is holds an eighty nine percent approval rating. This is, uh, I think, the second film in a row that uh, Megan Fox has been uh, getting rave reviews for uh, uh, not only her work in the film, but for the film itself. Uh, The film um, is one of the top films right now. I noticed on uh, iTunes or Apple, whatever whatever Apple calls themselves now, uh, their their rental or purchase of films. uh, It's one of their top three, I think. Um, So it's it's getting a, a lot of notice. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much, uh, the general stuff, but, uh, before we, uh, get into really the films, uh, we'll, I guess we can discuss, uh, how we heard about this film and what we thought about it. Uh, before, before we do, uh, there was a, a screener that myself, Barrett and Johnny were able to see, uh, Kevin, unfortunately, uh, by the time he joined us, uh, the screener had, uh, I guess, uh, what, what they call, uh, expired but uh he was able to get to see it as well uh so uh heads up uh, we get a bunch of screeners all the time and this one obviously uh piqued my interest because of uh uh the actress that was in it so uh let's get uh and we all went in blind so uh let's go around and talk about how we heard about this film and what we thought about it so uh, let's start with you uh johnny i heard about the film from you philip uh, you said, hey, I'm getting a screener for this movie, uh, Till Death, with Megan Fox. 
when I heard Megan Fox, I was uh, my interest was immediately piqued. And uh, I, I would have watched the movie anyway, but I'm glad I got to watch it early, and I can't wait to uh, discuss the uh, film tonight. All right. Uh, what did you think about it? Uh, absolutely loved it. I thought it was tremendous. Um, yeah, I can't wait to kind of uh, pick this thing apart and go into it, but uh, thoroughly entertained. And uh, I call it a quick hitter, but it was a literal quick hitter in the sense that the the whole film you know, took place over the course of like one day or 12 hours or 24 hours or whatever it was. But, um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it. All right. Sounds good. All right. So, uh, yeah, for me, uh, I actually heard about this film because, yeah, uh, uh, the Dark Discussions News Network got an uh, uh, email from a publicist and said, hey, uh, there's a film uh, that we're interested to check out. And I uh, looked at, you know, the their uh, publicity stuff and I said, oh, Megan Fox uh, in a uh, thriller sounded – actually, it's uh, – Mostly it's been called horror thriller action film, so all three. Um, so I uh, um, checked the trailer out because uh, my wife um, always wants to look at trailers when we decide on what films to watch. Um, and the trailer actually looked pretty damn good. So I decided to uh, suggest it as an episode uh, to the folks here on the podcast. Uh, and yeah, so that's that's uh, how I heard about it. And uh, yeah, what I, what I thought about it. Well, um I haven't really seen many films with Megan Fox in it. I, I think I saw parts of, of the Transformer film she was in. And then I saw her, I think it was her film debut uh, called, uh, uh, what the hell was it called? Um, it's a Lindsay Lohan film. Uh, it, something of a drama queen. Uh, I'm trying to bring it up here now. Uh, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. And that was a film that um, I was interested in because at that time, back in... Uh, uh, around 2000, late, late 2010 or whatever. I was a big fan of um, Lindsay Lohan and I uh, loved a couple of films that she was in like Mean Girls and Freaky Friday. So I went back and saw this film too. And when I saw this film, I was absolutely shocked when I saw uh, Megan Fox in this film because again, she was a nobody at the time and uh, she was really good in that. So I figured she was going to be a big star. And so I wasn't surprised that years later she is you know, well-known to pretty much everybody. Um, but I haven't, I, I mean, I saw Jennifer's Body, which was also an awesome film, but uh, the main reason I saw that was because uh, uh, Amy Seyfried, because uh, she was in Mean Girls and anything that was related to Lindsay Lohan and back in those days, I wanted to check out and Amy Seyfried was awesome in Mean Girls. Um, but um, this is really my first film, real film of Megan Fox, uh, that, you know, she leads, she's the, you know, the, the lead actress and whatnot. And I thought this film was phenomenal. This is a great film. Uh, the critics are absolutely right. Uh, 89% is, is a fair rating because it is a, a fantastic thriller. Uh, it's a mystery too. Um, it's perfect film, uh, with, because there's three acts and all three acts and at a certain point, and, and so as, just as a film structure, it's a great film. So anybody that, that wants to see a screenplay, this is this is a type of film that you would want to watch um, because of the, the three acts are perfect. Uh, so yeah, high recommend for me. This will be most certainly on um, a top ten list at the end of the year for the Dark Discussions News Network when I when I put out a list. Um, so yeah, uh, high recommend. Uh, let's go with you, Kevin. Uh, I heard about it because Phil told me about it, and I wish I um, wish I saw the the screener, but 
it was worth the rental and I enjoyed it. I, it's funny because I was looking up, you know, the list of Megan Fox's movies and I only saw Transformers. That was it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew for a while she was very hard to work with. And I think even for a short time, not many people were willing to work with her. But um, this was a good, this is a good reintroduction. Yep, absolutely. All right, sounds good. And uh, Barrett, what do you got? Um, I'd heard about this maybe a few weeks before you talked about doing the screener, um, but I hadn't really paid much attention to it. Um, I feel like Megan Fox was kind of out of the picture for a while, so um, I really didn't pay it any heed. And then you had the screener, and I was like, for sure, I'll watch that. Um, I like every role I've seen her in, like Jennifer's Body and Transformers. Um, And it it was a great movie. It was very enjoyable. Um, I was very impressed with her acting in it and some of the things I read about how, how it was done. Um, it was, yeah, it's a phenomenal movie. It's got great, uh, great three acts. And I didn't, I, even if you saw things coming, there are a lot of things that there's no way you could have seen coming. So it's a great film. Indeed, indeed. Uh, yeah, my uh, wife, uh, who uh, I usually get uh, Star Magazine as a Christmas gift or a birthday gift or Mother's Day gift or Valentine's gift or whatever, um, she she gets the Star Magazine, as I just mentioned. And, yeah, so she knows all about Megan Fox and all that other stuff because, you know, Megan Fox is one of those celebrities that uh, magazines like that uh, – celebrity magazines like to focus on uh but yeah she has never seen a film of megan fox ever either until uh this film as well uh so yeah it's it's kind of interesting uh one of the, she's like almost like more famous for being a celebrity uh than an actress and and again i think it's a lot of what kevin said where uh, uh if not blacklisted she kind of um didn't get the role. She also probably gets typecast a lot because, you know, she's, she's absolutely incredibly gorgeous. And, and that's, yeah, uh, that's not a, uh, subjective statement by any means. Um, that's objective as you can get. Uh, even my wife, when she's watching the film, the first five minutes, she goes, uh, Megan Fox, she's, she's not really that good looking, is she? You know, ha ha, but you know, being funny <laughs> because yeah, it's, it's just ridiculous. So she gets typecast a lot. She even actually uh, did an article just a couple of days ago in an interview saying that she can't even get comedy roles because, uh, uh, for whatever reason. And, um, yeah, I can, I can probably see that. So, so yeah. Yeah. So hopefully this, uh, gets it seems like a good, good comeback. And, you know, I really thought that she got a lot of, crap for the some of the things she spoke her mind basically when she was in the transformers films and they didn't like that and you know that's really unfortunate because i feel like a man could do that and get away with it but a female can't yeah well maybe yeah i mean i mean that's true i mean i mean we we know we've heard a lot of bad things about other actors male or female that are just problems on set uh yeah. it could be, it could be part gender related or it could just be something else um but but either way uh she's made up with michael bay since and they they went off and they even did a, one of the teenage mutant ninja turtle films oh together. that's right yeah, yeah forgot so, about so, that one yeah yeah so so all the the problems that the two of them had working together on transformers um has been been uh, privately and publicly corrected uh so so that that shows that she's she as well as michael bay are both willing to um let bygones be bygones so so that's that's pretty awesome yeah um 
All right, so, uh, Barrett, do we have a wiki? Wiki, 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 wiki! Yes, we do. Um, here we go. A woman is left handcuffed to her dead husband as part of a sick revenge plot. Unable to unshackle, she has to survive as two killers arrive to finish her off. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate because that that yeah. gives a little gives too away. much. Yeah. It does. It does. yeah. Now yeah. I'm glad it doesn't say specifically like you know, I don't know, it doesn't say something about the husband. So it's kind of vague in that perspective, but yeah, it's a little yeah. too much. Yeah, yeah. And I know the trailer shows a little bit about her being chained to somebody and most likely the husband, but but at least the trailer uh it, it doesn't uh, explain why or what or, or who the villains are. So, so yeah, yeah. Um, but either way, uh, the, the best way to go into this film is, is blind for sure. Um, let, me, let me ask everybody here. Um, Johnny, did you go into this blind or did you check the trailer out or, or did you read anything about the film prior or, or, or what? Yeah, I went into it as blind as a moose. Yeah, I, I knew I knew it would be a horror film, you know, or kind of assumed. Yep. And um, I, I wasn't shocked to see how beautiful Megan Fox was or is, but uh, I knew nothing about the plot or anything. Nice. Uh, what about you, Kevin? Did you did you go in blind or did you watch the trailer before, read anything about it? Or, or well, whatnot? I watched the trailer just because I wanted to know if I wanted to come in tonight and and, and do a review. Mm-hmm. And so, but the thing is, I still. There really wasn't a whole lot that they gave away in the in the trailer. It was just good enough for me to know that Megan Fox was chained to somebody and she had a, she was having a tough go at it. Yep. All right. And uh, what about yourself, uh, Barrett? Uh, did you go in completely blind or or? Yeah, or did I you... went in. I did not. I mean, I had read some things that the movie was coming out, but I had no idea what it was about. So it was a complete surprise for me. Everything that happened. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like I said, I had to see part of the trailer. I tried to avoid trailers, but my wife uh, wanted to, and I thought this was a great opportunity to do the quote-unquote date night where we could, I could have her watch a film that I had, was going to be doing an episode on anyway. And uh, sure enough, uh, she uh, wanted to check it out, and uh, yeah, she loved the film as well. Um, but yeah, we we were went in completely blind, and we were like completely shocked at what we saw. I mean, it was just an interesting, well, well made script and, uh, the direction and acting, uh, were fantastic. I mean, Megan Fox is, is, is like every scene, almost in every scene. And, and a lot of the time she's alone except with a dead body. So she, she's literally carrying this film and, uh, what a choice, um, to, to, to pick her to, to do this film. And from what I read, it was an actual stuntman that she dragged around. It was not like a fake body. It was an actual stuntman. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and it'd be, yeah, yeah, that is awesome, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, again, you know, I'm not sure. This is probably a, a low-budget film and a uh, uh, low-budget in the sense that, um, you know, it would probably be cheaper to hire a stuntman than, than create a, a, a fake body, you know, for with the special effects that were required to, to create something like that. I don't even know how much something that would cost, but, um, it, it certainly didn't feel like a uh, low budget film by any stretch. No, it felt no, no. high production value for the look and feel of it for sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. And this, the acting this, quality. Yeah. I mean, this, this film, to be honest, could, uh, if, if it was a, a different actress that, that, um, you know, that, 
with Jennifer Lawrence. I'm just throwing out somebody's name, Emily Bunt, whatever. Um, this this film would have probably been dropped right on into theaters. Uh, but again, we're, this is COVID too, so nothing's at going to theaters anyway, except for some things. But this is as good as a film that I would have saw at at theaters prior to um, COVID. So, um, it, you know, cheaper or not uh, cheap or or expensive, uh, the film was was worth more than just a, a VOD um, for sure. Um, all right, so uh, for folks who are new to the podcast, again, uh, we don't just review, uh, we also critique and dissect. So we will talk about specific scenes, uh, metaphors, uh, in this, this film, a lot of the interesting aspects of um, what Megan Fox had to go through to, to make this film work. Uh, so uh, we, we do spoil uh, our film because again we don't just review we critique and dissect so uh when we do I get think we're, spo- i think we're gonna need to almost spoilerize immediately i mean there's 90 <laughs> percent of the film you know is if we talk about beginning stuff is gonna give everything away or a lot yeah, of that, that that's true that's true um yeah and most of the stuff that i would have brought up before you know like uh let's talk about general things uh well you know would be about megan fox you know have you seen her in things and whatnot and, and whatnot and we already discussed all that uh but uh one thing I, I know johnny brought up to me uh and it's not surprising uh this is offline he, he mentioned to me uh johnny where, where was this film uh filmed it's kind of interesting this film was filmed in its entirety in bulgaria oh wow yeah. cool yeah and that doesn't that doesn't surprise me uh, i mean you remember uh, barrett when we interviewed the director for uh, open 24 hours he, he said yep. that 90 percent of that film was was one of those countries out in eastern europe too i think it was R- romania maybe uh or yeah. it could have been bulgaria it was it was it was a country out there uh, and uh so a lot a lot of places they go out there now instead of uh, canada because it's even uh, cheaper uh, sometimes to, to film in, in in Eastern Europe than it is in Canada. Never mind in the U.S. Um, so yeah, that was an interesting thing. Um, I, I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, I guess all the office scenes were, were done in Sofia, which is the capital, uh, and then obviously um, the remote lake house uh, was done elsewhere. Uh, the film was supposed to take place in New York City. And then uh, what I'm assuming is upstate New York, um, or maybe even Vermont for that matter, because uh, um, we never really get the location. I of- think they make mention that it is upstate New York. Is don't yeah. they something about was it Lake Placid or something? They, one they guy, talk about it, yeah, because the plumbers. One guy says, I, "Yeah, I drove all the way from Buffalo." He says, "That's yeah. 50 miles away." Ah, that's what it was, you know, Buffalo. And, there you, go. and you have the Indiana Buffalo. license plates. No, no, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't Buffalo because Buffalo, like they oh, said, oh no, but the, he said, you know, he's, he yeah. said, you know, I drove here from Buffalo, and the guy said Buffalo is 250 miles away. Right, so it's not that far upstate New York. But when I say upstate New York, I'm talking about like uh, Saranac Lake. Yeah, yeah, something like that, or, or near Albany, outside of Albany, the, um, you know, near the Vermont border, maybe. Something or even like that. in the Catskills. Yeah, the Catskills is, a, yeah, exactly, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's one thing we could discuss before we get into spoilers is the cinematography, which I thought was amazing, especially in the cold area, the snowy area. Well, I thought was one, really one well thing done. that made me wonder about where this was filmed, because when I was looking at the uh, credits, 
there were a lot of Eastern European Russian sounding names. And I'm thinking, where on earth did they do this? And so I had to look it up. And yeah, that's when I found out. Bul- I also found out Bulgaria. Right, right. Yeah, I, I usually do that. Uh, but since I was watching this film with my wife, I, I didn't do that. But um, you're absolutely right. You can generally tell where a lot of films are, are filmed, you know, based off of uh, the last names of the grips and all that other stuff. Uh, there was a couple of films I saw once that, okay, that one's in France. Uh, this one's in the Netherlands, you know, because of the names. And yeah, this one is Slavic names for sure. Uh, wouldn't surprise me that that's exactly what you saw, Kevin. Um, yeah. So uh, just a, a quick uh, setup, um, a little bit different than the, what the wiki said before we get into spoilers. Uh, basically uh, this young woman named Emma, uh, she is, um, uh, we discover is having an affair with a man named Tom, um, and, uh, her husband is, uh, someone named, I guess, Mark, who Mark. is a big shot lawyer. Uh, he's the DA a, or assistant oh, he DA. was the DA. He was a DA, right? And now he's in now a private a firm. Attorney. Okay, yeah. So now he's in a private firm. Um, and yeah, when when he met his when she she met her husband, he was the DA, so he was you know um, going after the criminals. But now he's a, a private attorney, d- defense attorney, making a fortune um, and uh, whatnot. So uh, you know we we'll talk about their marriage and whatnot. But uh, that's pretty much the setup. Uh, she's an unfaithful wife. Uh, who and married to a very successful New York lawyer, um, and that's pretty much it. Uh, we'll talk about her, her, uh, her. Uh, I guess uh, uh, the guy that she's cheating with, as well as her husband and her own, her as well. Um, but uh, I guess we can throw up the spoiler then. But uh, before we do, anything else anybody want to bring up before we throw up the spoiler? Anything? Uh, well, I'll throw it out there though. When I found out this was filmed in Bulgaria, I was like just shocked. I was like Bulgaria. It just, if Phil, you when I mentioned it to you, you weren't really shocked. You're like, oh yeah, that's not surprising. But to me, it was just super, super surprising. Um, well, yeah, John, yeah, it makes sense. It's because I mean, um, you know, you, you, you've only fairly recently uh, joined uh, the Dark Discussions News Network, and uh, you know, but well, me, Barrett, for sure, and then and Kevin as well. Um, We've seen so many films now that have been filmed in Bulgaria or Romania or or wherever that that's why it didn't surprise me. Again, like we said, uh, me and Barrett interviewed a director just uh, the end of last year or the beginning of this year, which was uh, open 24 hours, which ended up on dark discussion. Yeah, you were too. Yeah, yeah, Kevin was too. Okay, I forgot. Sorry, Kevin. Um, And it was one of the top 10 horror films of the uh, the Dark Discussions News Network last year. And that director told us all about how he filmed in like Bulgaria or Romania or or Slovakia or wherever it was. Uh, So, yeah, that's why it didn't surprise me. But, um, yeah, yeah, I I can see how it would surprise you, Johnny, because, I mean, how, how would you know that this wasn't like... Canada. I mean, you usually think everything's filmed in Canada nowadays, right? So, uh, or Georgia, right? That's that's where everything's filmed. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, yeah. So that that is interesting. Um, uh, yes, but now you know, Johnny. It's a lot of films are filmed out there for sure, um, and they pretend that they're actually filmed. You know, they're actually in New York or or wherever. Um, anything else anybody want to bring up before we throw up the spoilers? 
All right, so I guess we can uh, throw out the spoiler alert. So we will spoil everything and anything related to the film, because, uh, again, we uh, dissect and critique, not just review. All right, spoiler is up. So, uh, all right, so what do we want to talk about? Uh, I guess we can talk about um, the the fear as well as her relationship with the husband as well as her past too uh and her past is still kind of um never explained but again it it may be just a random crime uh that occurred to her is my guess yeah well, it seemed that way yeah i mean it's well i mean it, it starts you know with rain and you see I mean, you, you can kind of tell that it's dark and gloomy, and when we first meet Megan Fox, she's gloomy, um, you know, and she's driving in the rain. I mean, it's the whole kind of the the whole rain. Sorry, Christy's not here, but, you know, the rain is symbolizing crying, you know, because, you know, Megan Fox really likes this guy that she's having an affair with, but she's still married, and uh, it's her anniversary the next day, and she's essentially breaking it off with this guy she's having a, been having an affair with, you know, for the last month or so. Yeah, the uh, actor is uh, Emil Amin. Amin. Yeah, uh, he, uh, the character's Tom. That's the guy that she's having an affair with. Uh, this actor is a, a British actor. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it's kind of interesting. I, I, it makes more sense why we have an Irish actor and a British actor among uh, other people, uh, Austra- even an Australia actor, believe it or not, uh, one of the villains. Um, it, because, I mean, if you're, you're filming over in Europe, um, you're not, not necessarily going to be getting Canadian or American actors necessarily. So it, especially if if you need roles that are just to fill in important supporting roles that aren't, you know, the leads. Um, so yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's a good point, Kevin. Um, yeah, gloomy, dark, uh, raining, uh, uh, possibly even dusk. Um, she's obviously not in, in a good mindset. Uh, she goes to the hotel room. Uh, and basically breaks it off with this Tom guy. Uh, Tom obviously uh, doesn't want to break it off, but, um, you know, obviously the guilt of of the next day being her anniversary, and I think it's like the 10th or something? No, the the 12th, right? Uh, No, the 11th, 11th, because it's steel. It's it's the steel uh, anniversary. Um, and, And, you know, just having to live a double life probably grates on anybody who who does that um because uh the stress of, of possibly being caught never mind being Keeping it a secret ju- never, never mind being guilty you know i yeah. mean you know so so yeah yeah it's a, it's uh it kind of um makes sense that she wants to uh um go back and and you know tell this guy that it's it's all done well then uh, we find out that that guy works for her husband yeah <laughs> right, right, and and we also find out that they met at a Christmas party. I think, yeah, holiday party. Yeah, the holiday party. That was a, that was a good one liner. There, there were things that the husband did that, that hinted that he knew about the affair. Yep. Because first he says, you know, he says, "Oh yeah, I think we met at a Christmas party." He goes, "No." Pause. Pause. It was a holiday party. We don't want the PC police to get on you. And, you know, and then later on, the husband looks at her, you know, when they're at their cabin or whatever, and he looks at her and says, 
I know. Pause. Yeah, you know, you, Pause. you know, it's funny that I'm not being a very good husband. So I just, like, oh. you can tell I, the husband knows, but he's just playing with her. I, I actually worked with a woman who um, uh, brought her husband to a Christmas party, and the husband uh, and one of our, the co-workers, a, a woman, um, hooked up and, and they got married. He, they had an affair. So so these things do happen. So it, it was kind of like, oh, my God, that's because I've actually seen something like that happen where uh, a person brought their spouse to a party. That party, they met someone that they work with and then they have an affair and he, he dumped his wife. Um, so, what ever yeah. happened to that old saying, you don't crap where you eat? people ignore that <laughs> is that passe <laughs> yeah yeah I, I mean obviously uh in hollywood or in movies in general um you know the the, the lead actresses all look like megan fox or jennifer lawrence or scarlett johansson or emily Blunt or, or whoever so, so they're all absolutely gorgeous but we're obviously meant to assume that they're still attractive woman but not the super model type woman that they really are in real life so we're assuming so i, I was going to say well if, if she looked like that it doesn't matter you're going to crap you know if you're going to yes. you're going to willing to cheat you're going to you, you might as well you know go for the best but again we're let's assume that <laughs> megan fox is is just a attractive woman um and in that case i would agree uh yeah it's just probably not a smart move for for tom nor is it a smart move for for emma either because no. emma um, is having an affair with a direct subordinate to her husband. And, and yeah. It, it's well, it's funny, too, because in some ways it makes it easier because he's always around. But in other ways, it also makes it easier to get caught yeah. because he's yeah, always exactly. around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, uh, you know, you hear so many uh, ideas where if you have a people who get married have a kid they bring their kid to a hockey uh camp or, or ballet camp or whatever and then they meet someone else who has a kid and then that they cheat that way and stuff here they don't have kids uh the our two lead characters are um the husband and wife so the people that she is associated with and surrounds herself with are basically co-workers of her husband and, and uh unless she expands her her uh, social circle and she and she wants to cheat uh i guess her only option was to jump on her, her husband's subordinate I, I i don't know but it's, it's a really good point i mean something like that you would think would be more apt to get caught and if this film you know we're in spoiler territory and kevin you kind of alluded to it already um yeah the husband knows about the affair and she seems it, kind of isolated though too doesn't she i mean you get that feeling almost she doesn't yeah. have a lot of friends or anything like that. So yeah. he may not be abusive, but he may be taking advantage of that isolation. Well, he's definitely, we do. Uh, well, the first moment I met him, the husband, I said, all right, you know, he seems all right, whatever. But then yeah. the movie script, obviously, and, you know, I, I brought this up in our uh, theme month, uh, a pride theme month where we did four uh, art house lesbian films during the month of June, me, Johnny and uh, Barrett did. And, and those, uh, a couple of those films, you know, they, the screenwriter wrote certain things. So you will feel a certain way to certain characters. And immediately you get that here where, you know, 
we kind of find out pretty quick when they're even in the conference room or his office or whatever, uh, he kind of shows that he's a little control of. Yes. Type. Yeah. Oh, that's, yes. That's he's very say, yeah. controlling. Uh, well, I mean, well, first, I mean, she looks and she sees this file and it's obviously her picture of an, of an abused woman. And she holds the file to him and said, you know, why aren't you putting people like this away? And you know, for first of all, she's asking why is this out? He says, "Oh, he's just due for parole." But then he, she says, "Why aren't you, you know, putting people away rather than defending people like this?" And he says, "I like the nice suits and the nice car and the restaurants." In other words, he likes the money. Oh yeah. You know, but then uh, they well. Also, the first thing he said is, "Where's the red dress?" You know, she has a red dress that he really likes to see her in, and you know, she comes in with a a nice looking black dress and he's like where's the red dress right that's true you know i mean i think that's like the first thing he says you know then they go out to the restaurant for dinner and he's enjoying his food but then at one point you know the waitress comes by and says you know would you like dessert and she says no no that's okay and the guy and the husband asks well what's what's your favorite dessert and she says Oh, I like this. And he goes, okay, we'll order two. Even though she just said, I'm not hungry. But he says, okay, we're going to order two anyway. Well, we have to remember also, this is at the point where he knows she's cheating on him. And he is acting a different way because of that. We don't don't know outside of that if he was normal. (laughs) I mean, he's definitely not now. That's a really good point. Because we're only seeing his attitude after the fact that he knows of an affair whether he was a dink like this prior there's not enough information there's one thing we know one thing we know is that he was a defense attorney when she got you know hurt by that guy and that's kind of crossing the line of professionalism by eventually getting married to her no he was a well he was the da which means he was involved with her as as a yeah. person that was well, going I, I think to prosecute. Happened, I mean, probably what happened. Well, no, I think what happened was is that they met each other while he was on this case. Yeah, right. So it became that's my pers- point. Yeah, it became personal. But the thing is, yeah. is that later on, I mean, since we're in spoilers, Megan even said, you know, you stinking. I mean, she, of course, she's talking to a dead body, but she says, you stinking hypocrite. You know how many times that I see lipstick and glitter on your shirt that's a fair point yeah that's you a know, fair so, point I and mean, she knew yeah. he was cheating on her so maybe that that's kind of maybe that is why she did not seem to have as much of a problem at the time yeah but it, fair it, on him. in all in all fairness kevin you could pick up glitter and lipstick just from a strip joint and not be cheating some women consider going there cheating. It just depends on the woman, you know. So, right. but yeah, you're right. It, it, yeah. It, the one thing we do know is that he crossed over to a relationship with her after he prosecuted the person that abused her now, or now, hurt her. Now, now, now we know in some professions that can be considered uh, a problem, um, though in other professions, you know, I mean, I've, I've heard. Some like, for example, some universities, professors can can date students, yeah. while in other universities, that may not be appropriate. For certain doctors, they're not allowed. They don't supposed to date people that are their 
Uh, like therapists. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, so I, I don't I don't know how that would be with with the a DA with someone that was attacked by the person he's trying to put to jail. So I'll let that pass. Um, I'm just saying he could have taken advantage of a weak moment of hers to get in her life. That that could it's be possible. one thing that we're seeing. We just don't know, but it's that's the only thing I can think of that we yeah. know outside yeah. of this yeah. event. I mean, I mean, we do know. Again, this is also hearsay, which is uh, Tom, the person she's having an affair with later in the film, says that um, her husband is about to be um, investigated. Yes, you know, no, well, he was already being investigated. The police were in his office. Right, right. And, and, and I'm assuming Tom um, is not lying, right? I mean, yeah, we, we didn't see the scene, so he could be lying, but we're, we can assume that he probably wasn't. So if he's being invested by the police, I think he said yeah. FBI even. I think it was oh, yeah. higher than that. Fair, fair, fair. All right, well, let, me, let me just say, if he was in, is being invested by some sort of authority, if he didn't go to a strip joint, and get glitter and, and lipstick, and he was actually <laughs> cheating on his wife. And if he was this way prior to him finding out about the fear or just being a hypocrite, in, in, in other words, um, the way he kind of is controlling or, or kind of put offish to her in the, the their anniversary date. Like, 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 you know, you said it could, it could have been because at that point he already knows there's an affair. So obviously he's going to act different than prior, but let's just to say that some of that, we, she didn't say one thing like, why are you, what's wrong? Why are you acting this way or anything like that? So I think he was probably a dink because anybody that comes up with all this has probably got something not right with them. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the fact that he, you know, blew his brains out. I mean, so this guy's obviously yeah. doesn't have his head screwed on. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Well, as I, I mean, was I talking think, to you. Yeah, go on, Kevin. I'm sorry. Well, first of all, I mean, kind of going back to the dinner, he gives her a gift. And she's like, I thought we weren't doing a gift. And he says, yes, we're doing gifts. And he puts it on her. And she says, okay. And he gives her a gift. Yeah, it's 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 a, a, a steel bracelet because it's like you said, um, like I said, it's just. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Necklace. Yeah, because the steel funny, is, is yeah. the anniversary uh, for this one. It's not and then pearls, she so. gives him 50 yard tickets to the Super Bowl, and he pretty much throws them back at her. Right, because his team sucks this year. Which because is the, his team the isn't doing well and yeah. all that sort of thing, and he's just like, okay. It, it Notice she did change. I mean, she did change to the red dress. Right. He did. She did. Yep. They went back. Well, yeah. He, he said, "Let's go back, and and uh, you can change." Uh, but as you said, Kevin, offline to me, uh, we were discussing, um, and uh, I, 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 well, it's like well, the thing, like the thing we were talking about, the investigation and him shooting himself. I mean, he he right. knew that. I mean, obviously, he probably knew that. You know, he he was being investigated. He knew he was in trouble. Mm -hmm. So instead of spending the rest of his life in jail. Plus, he knew his wife was cheating on And he knew his wife was cheating on So his whole life, as he knows done. it, is was done. done. Yeah, it was done. And he even kind of mentions that when she's in the car and she has, she, you know, has his voice. The, the, he, has, uh, he, he plays a recording in the, in the car. 
And I mean, this guy, I mean, jerk or not, he was very meticulous in his planning. Oh, yeah. I mean, he planned everything, like from the single bullet, from taking out all the knives, all the tools, taking out the gas and just everything. I mean, this guy, I mean, he he knew what he was he knew what he was planning. And so, um, yeah, so I mean, he, you know, he. It it also explains another reason why he had no issue leaving the Super Bowl tickets as as a a tip to the waitress because he wasn't planning to go anyway. So because it may before we see what happens, we're just assuming he's a dink because we you know we don't I don't care about this gift because it's my team sucks and you know whatever. Well, that goes to show you, Phil. Uh, We know the misery of being a Jet fan. So uh, obviously that mystery is solved there. Why, you know, <laughs> so depressed. We should walk it up to what he does. Like, cause we've been explaining that he shot his head, you know, he killed himself and shot himself in the head, right. but we haven't explained up to there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We, yeah. I mean, he, uh, they, well, first she, well, that you could tell on Megan Fox's face, she's just going through the motions, you know, but I mean, he puts a blindfold on her and he's driving her and he's being a real jerk about it because she's like, Hey, I'm getting car sick. Oh, but it's a surprise. Yeah. But I really have to take this off. And he's like almost forceful, like, no, keep it on until she finally takes it off. And they're like right at the cabin. And, um, you know, and he plays, I mean, he tries to make, make it like, well, hey, it's not a know, cabin. It's a summer home. Yeah. Is. It's definitely a summer home. Yeah. It's, it's, okay. It's a, it's a big yeah. cabin. I think it's bigger than my house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, big big summer house on the lake. And so he, at first, he's trying to make it look like, look, I'm I'm trying to be, you know, let me try to start making up. You know, I was a terrible, I'm not a bad husband, but let me try to, you know, improve things. You know, and then they, you know, they have sex and, you know, Everything. It's real romantic too. He has roses going oh, everywhere, yeah, exactly. pedals going everywhere. With the with, yeah. the, rate, with the record player and old pictures well, of them at the wedding. From yeah, and, wedding and, 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 and Kevin, that. if I could interject for a second, and this is the reason why I thought it was going to be a home invasion film, because by at this point it's looking like okay, he he she's out of this terrible situation of of cheating on him, and he's now appears to be turning over a leaf even right. if we you know something okay okay so they're going to get you know be happy again and then there's going to be a home invasion and something bad's going right. to happen well the funny part is when i saw the when i saw the trailer i thought it was i thought i thought i knew she was chained to her husband but i thought it was like some sort of bondage thing gone bad okay uh, yeah. Right, right. But yeah, it, like like Gerald's game by Stephen yeah, King. Yeah, but the thing is that you know he he handcuffs her. And she he says time to wake up, and he shoots himself. And I'm sitting there thinking, okay, when's when's Megan gonna wake up? She's not waking up. Oh, this is actually happening, you know. But the funny. Oh, part, you thought it was a dream? Yeah, I, yeah, I, well, yeah. Because the way she's like, uh, it just seemed everything kind of seemed kind of dreamy, you know, right. kind of like not. Yeah, yeah, fun. because because the room was like was much bearer than than what it looked like the night before yeah yeah and it was it was like bright light because of the early morning sun you know and just the way he was sitting and just kind of how he was speaking to her you know because i mean she's just sitting there kind of i mean she kind of has this 
wait a minute, what just happened? Look on her face. I mean, she wasn't like freaking out. She wasn't screaming. She's just right. She was yeah, just her, ears, her ears are ringing, right, because of the gunshots. Yeah. Yeah, she's got blood everywhere. Yeah. She's got yeah. blood on half of her. Oh, face. she actually even had a cut on her head, and and it was most likely from her skull. Yeah, skull know? fragment. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then oh, so she's like, so then she grabs the gun and she tries to shoot the chain, and yeah. it's like click, click. So there's only one bullet one in the bullet. gun. I'm thinking, because my first thought is grab the gun, shoot, you know, shoot the chain. Then it's like, okay, finally you oh. Right. Yeah, even had that detail on her. Even right. had that detail right. in her. Well, you know what's funny, too? And and John will appreciate this because uh, he mentioned this to me offline uh, when we, we did uh, Don't Tell a Soul last week for the Dark Discussions podcast, which will be an episode that's coming out shortly and may actually be out by the time people listen to this episode for Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. But um, the gun, when she tosses the gun because she finds out that there's no bullets left in it, I knew that was going to be a Chekhov's gun, literally a Chekhov's oh, yeah. gun. Yeah, because you know when it goes under the bed, and they they focused on it for a second, you knew okay that's going to come up later in the film somewhere, and sure enough it does. So it's just kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. So she's she's now uh, chained to a dead body. So we figure okay, she can't shoot her way out. We now know it's not a dream sequence, as you said, Kevin, as you thought maybe it could have been, and she now has to figure a different way to get out of um this issue because you know there's there's, there's no way she's going to be able to do this so and her she, phone doesn't work well 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 that's the thing so he so dropped the phone into a vase of water well that's that's what i was going to get to which is so she has to drag this body uh and this is on the second floor and you know she's she's a a, a petite um woman and and you know you got a 200 pound body uh muscular guy you know that's, that's a lot of weight. And then, you know, of course she stumbles the whole body and her go down the stairs. So, you, you know, she could have broke her bones there. And by the time she gets downstairs to get her, her cell phone or whatever, as Kevin just mentioned, she discovers that her cell phone um, was dropped in water and that her husband uh, was not just mentally insane, but had planned this out. And then when she goes to the kitchen, because the next option is, all right, I'll, I'll get to get cleaver. I'll have to chop off his hand, I guess. Because yeah. all the silverware that was there the night before is all gone. Well, was it there the night before? Yeah, my wife, when she was watching the film, um, she said that she had seen the, the silverware there earlier. Oh. There was some sort of scene that... that she had gone in the kitchen or something. I, I can't. I I don't remember it specifically myself, but my wife brought it up during the middle of the movie. We paused it. She goes, she he she goes, where's the silverware? And I go, yeah, it looks like he removed it, or it was never there in the first place. And she goes, no, it was there in a prior scene. So, so yeah. But then he, the question is, where did he throw it? I mean, he he, he just well, don't. Well, this is the thing. This is the thing, Kevin. When she fell asleep. I don't think she was asleep. I think he drugged. Yeah, I think drugged he drugged her, her, and that's why she woke up the way she woke up. Right. Yeah. So he had all night to drive back and forth and do what he wanted to do. So he could have, you know, took all those knives and drove them, you know, a mile away and tossed them in, in a, a stream. Could have just dumped them in the lake too, somewhere. Yeah, dumped them in a hole in the lake, you know, if, if, you know, whatever. So, so he had all night because she wasn't going to get up because I, I'm assuming he she was drugged. 
Yeah, I think so too, Phil. I thought that. Yeah, she had a weird, when she woke up, it felt weird, like her vision was weird. Like, right, and that's, that's, that's why yeah. it was the dream, like, sequences, because she was yeah. waking up from being drugged, not from sleep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so, so I, I was okay with all that, because me and my wife, again, paused the film, and we said, yeah, she must have been drugged, there's no doubt about it, because they yeah, were having wine another and all thing that. that yeah, because another thing that he that he did while she was drug she was in her drug induced sleep was he changed the pictures a little bit. First of all, he kind of defaced one of her pictures right. during their wedding, and then they then he put up a big picture of the guy that attacked her. And yeah, yeah. A couple other things. Well, let's talk about it. We forgot to mention. Yeah, her profession prior to. Basically, what happened was ten years prior, eleven years prior, twelve years, whatever prior, she. Um, was a professional photographer. Uh, and we don't know if she was a news photographer, you know, you know, freelance for, for newspapers, whether she was, you know, wedding photographer, we, she was some sort of photographer. So, um, she was still, she was very familiar with the old fashioned photography where they, you know, they have the, the dark room and all that other stuff. And so one of the things he sets up for her, as you were just mentioning, Kevin, uh, was, her photography room i guess at the the lake house um he put up all their wedding pictures and things of that nature and then in the morning when she uh finds out you know her husband shoots himself in front of her she goes into that room looking for you know scissors or, or whatever and she sees that he's changed everything overnight where he took all down all the wedding pictures or he left them and he scratched out her face with like crosses and X's and all that. And then he, she put, he put up uh, her attacker picture on the wall. And basically what happened when she was uh, a photographer, 10, 11 years prior, he, he was, she was attacked by this guy who stabbed her. Um, and uh, we don't and learn what other type of things he did. She stabbed him in the eye too. Yes. And that's how she, (laughs) and he went blind in that eye. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So he was permanently blind though. Was he Barrett? Yes. Cause he he even talks later about only having vision in one side. Yeah. So I think it was a, he had a glass eye. Yeah. And there was a couple of scenes, which was whether it's true, the actor has that or not, or if it was CGI, um, he, you could see when he was moving his eye one way, the other eye was still looking straight, like yeah. you see with people with glass <laughs> eyes. So so it was one of those type of things, yeah. Um, but that that's a good question, John, because, uh, yeah, you would never know that, that he had. Yeah, because he doesn't look like it. Yeah, yeah it looks yeah. like real. But I'm sure nowadays it does look real. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I remember, <laughs> uh, I used to work with someone like 20 years ago who had a glass, one glass eye and, and you couldn't tell that it was fake. The only way you knew if anything, you, you thought maybe he had, um, issues with, with cross eyes thing. Um, and one day he just brought it up because yeah, yeah, the reason my, my, I, one eye can look that way. Another one just stands still is because this is a glass eye. So oh, wow, Sammy Javis Jr. was like that. Yeah, Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah. on side. That's another exact. Yeah, and he you would never know. So the technology's been there to for prosthetics for eyes uh, for years, or so 50 years, you know. So 60, Sammy Davis Jr. is 70, maybe, yeah. And it can only have gotten better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um so so yeah, so so yeah, her husband is a conivical son of a bitch. Um because not Smart. only 
Yeah, and, well, and evil too, because yeah. you know he, what he should have done was just blow his brains out and that stuff. But to do what he did and to be the hypocrite, because again, most likely he was cheating. Well, and he then, says that he can't handle her being happy if he's not. <laughs> right? Yeah, that's true. So he's one of those type of guys too. Oh, and he kept. He even said once earlier before he died, you know, on their date, um, he says he says you're being um, not not selfish. Uh, you know, you know when when you say, for example, let's say you save somebody and you're expecting them to treat you a different way. I can't. Again, I always have the problem where, where there's a word on the tip of my tongue and I can't get it. Um, but but he says something where where you're you're kind of not uh, appreciative. I think that's the word he used. You're not being appreciative or something like that uh, for what I've, all of the things I've done for you, you know. And and it's like, you know, how many times, you know, she. I mean, she she married him for Christ's sakes, you know. I mean, yeah. What, what does he what, want? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, he's a true a sociopath, Phil. Sociopath. Oh, no doubt about it. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you'd be honest, maybe he's not a sociopath. Maybe, maybe. But he definitely has some sort of pathology for sure because well, uh, yeah i mean there's narcissism oh narcissism. actually I, I actually this is a per, that is definitely a narcissist and he, and you know what i think it's borderline personality disorder because if you read that that's where you're not focused of attention you know all these other things and you get pissed so it's kind of sort of like um narcissism or so and i see them killing themselves over a nurse a total narcissist or a, a psychopath because they don't they yeah. wouldn't do that <laughs> right 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 because for example uh me barrett and johnny were, were doing don't tell a soul uh last week and, and i brought this up too that yeah are they sociopaths are they, do they have borderline personality disorders and and here it's 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 something like that it's definitely some sort of disease and not uh, as you said kevin that was a good one too narcissist for sure um and a narcissist isn't just someone that loves himself that it's actually a mental disorder uh similar to sociopathy so or soci yeah, so sociopathy that's how it is it's not sociopathology it's sociopathy so that's a good point kevin um yeah so he so he's uh a bad guy he's a bad guy no uh, doubt <laughs> yeah yeah i would have loved to know what what he he did that the the authorities were after him after you know they well, kind of I mentioned have... it a little bit, like he was doing some illegal things and letting people off and some weird stuff. Well, yeah. Was, yeah. was he was he being investigated from his role as the uh, district as attorney's the office or yeah. Yeah. or like as a private attorney? Did they no, say I think specifically? It was the I thought it, they said something about him having been DA that they are investigating right. that his role in several cases. Or... Well, well, and and we find out later that through through the criminals that he, he's he's making these under the table deals with, with the criminal, right? Right. The guy in jail. And then now he's saying he's willing to get the guy to, you know, do you do this for me? You know, and I'll, I'll, you know, rub your racket a little bit, you know, a little bit away, you know, and all this other stuff. So, so yeah, he's doing some dirty stuff. I think he got paroled mainly because of him. Yeah. I think remember his parole was up. That's how he's free. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, and he wanted him free because yeah, he, he had this whole thing going. Uh, you know what I kind of wanted, fellas, was um, – and it didn't really you know, pan out or anything, but during the movie, I was wondering if he set Megan Fox – you know, Emma's character up to be assaulted by that guy if he was behind it. 
for some reason, but I didn't really see how that could have oh, been put together. But I was wondering that at, at first. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I, if, if that was the case, I think they would have let that out of the bag in the film, in the screenplay, you know, um, I, th- I think what it is, is, is what more what Barrett said, which is he, there was this woman that's really attractive that um, idolized him for basically getting this criminal off the street. And, and he took advantage of it, I think. Um, and then only after that, um, uh, he became that controlling prick. And, 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 you know, if he was a, some, some pathology prior to even back in those days, um, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me that he groomed her after that too, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And she didn't realize what was going on until it was too late. (laughs) Yeah. What I find interesting is that she was breaking up with the guy, but it didn't seem like she was doing that to work on her marriage. (laughs) I don't know. Uh, It's hard. I know it's hard to tell. It didn't say, it didn't sound that way. Well, you know what? I'm thinking it's because of the, she was going to work on the marriage and I'll tell you why, Barrett, because she bought the, the, the Super Bowl tickets. Right. Uh, That could be, that could be. Yeah. But her attitude does not reflect that because the way she acts towards him is not like someone that's trying to go for reconciliation. Well, I'll tell you why, though, Barrett, and and I'm going to be defending the Emma character, and I'll tell you why. Because she wore this really nice dress, and and, and then, you know, he immediately says, I'd rather have you wear the red one, and that's the one we're going home to force you to wear. And it's like, dude, it's just a fucking dress. You know, she looks good in either dress. It's Megan Fox. It's it's your wife. You know, so that's one thing. The other thing is, is he's, he's uh, he knows she's coming over and he leaves the, 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 the thing out, the old case, you know, where she was mur- almost murdered, you know, that's kind of, and so that puts her off pretty much right there. So in other words, in other words, he le- gives her a bad signal. Yeah. Big mixed signals. <laughs> So, so if she if she had come there and he was all lovey dovey, I think everything would have been different. But because he left the, the case file out, he immediately forces uh, the first thing he says is, "Where's the red dress?" As Kevin mentioned, and and then um, a couple of other things that oh you're not appreciative, he, he says as well in that meeting. So all those things make her immediately say, Ugh, you know, so or so. I see what you're saying, Barrett, but I think he put her in that mood. Yeah, and he is like he's a two-edged sword at this point because he is being—he's pretending to be nice, but you can yeah. tell when someone's pretending to be nice. So she's not sure of her footing. So she may have been, you know, leaning towards reconciliation, and then those things put her off. So she was like, "Screw this." Yeah, because she's. Um, um, you know, but first of all, he's being controlled. Second of all, he's being passive aggressive. I mean, but, but just, oh, majorly, you know, major. You know, and, <laughs> and that that's enough to make anybody say this. This is this is not good. Even post death, he was passive aggressive. I mean, he, he was. was. Leaving, he was leaving her for dead. You know, yeah, leaving yeah. notes everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, the notes, uh, the 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 tape recordings, the, box, the tape recording in in her her. Um, her room or um, dock room, the the CD in the in the car, and then of course the the message in the safe with with, with a 
a saw. On a bone saw? <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bone saw. So, so yeah, yeah, that, that's a fair bone point. Bone saw. Yeah, that, that's, that's, not, that's not good. Um, so, so yeah, so the, the, the first act is the whole um, anniversary up until the moment she wakes up. And that's, and the film, like I said, is perfect, absolutely brilliant screenplay if for, for a typical three-act screenplay. And, and it's broken equally into time at watch, too, because you have 30 minutes of the relationship, 30 minutes of the post suicide and then of course that 30 minutes of, of what we haven't even got into yet um and and oddly at least for me uh each each act um was thrilling in its own different way yeah um, the, the second act was the best by far that was just unbelievable that that whole <laughs> and, and seeing megan fox just act her ass off in the, in this 30 minute sequence um, and, and the screenwriting for that 30 minute sequence is, is just brilliant. The second and third for me were about equal because there's, she just has some great lines and some great reactions throughout that whole third scene. <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, even the third scene, like, like how she, she's about to get caught and, and she uses the car key. To, yeah. To set off the, the alarm. It was like brilliant because I, I was like, Oh, she, they, she locked out. And then my wife, I paused the, the film for a second. She goes, no, 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 no. She has the key. And then sure enough, they show her with the key, the, the very, right when I press on pause, it's like, Oh my God, that's brilliant. You know? So the, the screenplay was just well written. It was just, just really good. So I, that's yeah, and talking point. about the screenplay, the um, pace of the whole movie was uh universe. It was like, it was just, the pace was the same. It was like, Whoa, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it, it was awesome. And I, I mean, obviously that was intentional, but um, yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, I mean, even even the first act where, you know, basically for action, horror, thrillers, mysteries, those type of films, a lot of people don't like the first act because it's like slow and, and, and whatnot. And then it's the, the rest of the film that's great. This one here, at least the first act is, is really broken up into multiple acts itself because you get the first act that's broken up into three acts, too, because you get the act where or even four acts because you get her hotel room with Tom breaking up the the scene in the office where mm -hmm. we find out the husband is a little passive aggressive, the dinner scene. And then of course the lake scene where well, it looks the like, lake scene, but yeah. 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 Right. And then, and then the, the scene where it looks like they're going to get romantic, they get romantically involved again. And it looks like, Oh, okay. This marriage is, it may actually survive, you know? So, so that whole first act is broken up with to multiple scenes as well. So it's not just, you know, a platitude of, of a character development. It's, it's more than that. And I, I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. And then it quickly raises the tension in the stakes when she wakes up. Yeah. 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 So, so yeah. So the, the whole scene is um, basically, yeah, she wakes up. And we discuss, you know, the husband says it's time to wake up. She's, you know, like, oh, hey, how are you doing? And then she finds out she's chained to him, and she kind of freaks out, uh, which makes sense because it's not like they were doing BDMS or, or sadomasochist crap. She's like, he did it when she was asleep, which is kind of gross. He doesn't tell her to wake up, does she? Because she wakes up, she's looking at him, and he, it's hard to tell if he's alive or not. No, he's just sitting on the edge of the bed, right? He says it's time to wake up. 
But he doesn't say that right away. She's staring at his back for a little while, right? And he's just yeah. totally unmoving. Right, right, yeah, that's fair. And then, right, and then he hears that she's, you know, kind of moving. Moving around, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because um, yeah. I thought he was dead at that point. I didn't know that we were going to get a little speech. And then, yeah, uh, you're right. <laughs> I mean, it was weird that he was sitting up. Yeah. So I, I was like, how can he be dead when he's sitting up? Because he's not moving or saying anything. But then he finally speaks. It's like, oh, okay, all right, fine. Yeah. And then, of course, the, we find out that it's a setup by him and it's not a home invasion film, which is like brilliant. It's like, Oh my God. You know? So even if you watch the trailer, you think it's a home invasion film. And, and I actually, I told my wife, even before we saw the trailer, I said, I think this is a, a murder revenge where someone, her a husband and a wife go to a, a, um, a vacation home to, uh, you know, for the, for the anniversary and the home invaders invade, kill him. And she has to, you know, hide around the house in this remote area and go and get revenge against him. And that's what I thought the film was going to be. And then when he pulls out the gun and blows his own brains out, and I find out that also that he put <laughs> the, the handcuff on, I was like, oh, this isn't that film at all. This is completely <laughs> different. This isn't a revenge film at all. I know. Then I, I was mean, like, I, I'm so glad I'm watching this. That's what I thought when that well, happened. It, it was a revenge film. It just was yeah. his revenge. Yeah, it was his revenge. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I was, I, I agree with you, John. I was like, oh my God, this is, yeah, I'm glad I'm watching this film because this is a yeah, really she, interesting thing. Once she had to start dragging the body around and there's, they're out in the most remote area you could think of. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm totally yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. And, and then when she goes, she goes to the basement and carries the body down and, and all the, all the tools are gone, uh, the kitchen, all, you know, and then she goes to the, the, um, the, the car and, and yeah, the gas is gone. It's like, Oh my God, this is, this is, this is crazy. Um, yeah, I loved uh, a couple of things. Uh, the, the paying attention in detail with the, uh, the gore of the, uh, the, the bullet wound to the head was awesome. Oh, I thought, yeah. I, I thought it looked realistic, which was really cool. Yes. Um, and also <laughs> when she uses her uh, old wedding dress to drag the guy around the house was yes, awesome. It was, that was meta- metaphoric. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, that was the thing. He <laughs> takes all her clothes out of the the walk-in closet because he doesn't want her to, you know, buckle up and close to, so she can walk out of here, you know, the, the four miles to, you know, the local town or wherever. So he, all he does, he takes all the clothes out and he just leaves her wedding dress there. You know, <laughs> you know, and, and, and you think she's going to put that on because, you know, she's, she needs something to wear because she's just in a, in a, a teddy or a nighty or whatever. And instead of putting it on, she uses it as, as uh, a um, top to, to drag him on, and she takes his shirt off and puts hers his shirt on. And, and, and his and, pants. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that that was that was kind of kind of uh, ingenious because it it made me and my wife think it was going to go one way, and it's like, oh my god, she's actually using it as a top, and she's using his clothes because it makes sense. You know, because you have to be utilitarian in a sense, rather than, or, or practical, rather than not. And and when you have this two hundred pound body, you know, I mean, okay, fine. The wedding dress may be somewhat warm, but you still have to drag this two hundred pound body around, you know, until you find a tool to to get it off. So yeah, that was that was amazing. that whole scene just scene just seemed realistic, like the amount of blood on her, then and you know the little cut you're talking about. It was probably yeah. from Skull. <laughs> it was just, it was great. 
yeah, it was brilliant, brilliant. Um, so yeah, there, there's, I guess then in the second act uh, to lead into the third act, we have uh, Tom shows up. Yeah, <laughs> and and you knew this was well, it was no good because um, he he basically says. Uh, yeah, what well, you know, you texted me or whatever, and what he, what happened was, is when she was out cold, but right before he blew his brains out and dumped her phone in the, in the water, he must have used her phone to text Tom, to to come, you know, for you know, we you need to get here. Uh, I like how she talks to him about it too. It's like you idiot, why do you think you were texted to come out here? <laughs> right, right, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, oh, and that point, that, this was interesting too because there's a kind of of a little dry humor here or dark humor i should say because by this point she now she i mean we already know he's a scumbag and she she and you know for someone that's married to someone that she's known for 11 years you know we just meet these characters you know for an hour and a half for her if if these were real people you would think it would take a little while for her to get on board like okay but but she she gets on board she she comes to the point where my husband's a dink, not someone that I feel sorry for. And and that made sense to me. So when she's talking to Tom, you know, this asshole just blew his brains out. You know, Tom's saying, yeah, he's, he's being investigated. Uh, you know, she, he set me up. She's forced me to drag the body all day. He took out all the, the, the stuff. Tom is confused, but then, you know, he, he gets on board and says, okay, the, yeah, he's setting up something. And then she, he says, all right, well, let me uh, do this and this. And she goes, no, you ass. D- he didn't call you here to help. Right. She we have, to get, right the, here to, we get, have to get the hell out of here now. <laughs> something well, up. This isn't <laughs> it. There's something more that's up. We got to get out of here. Yeah, well, you I love my, this whole thing. Sorry, buddy. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Jay. No, my whole take with that whole back and forth was ever is literally now you know why she was going to break it off with him because he was a freaking dolt. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. It might have yeah. been fun at one point or whatever, but at the end no, of the day, not. he's not street smart. He's like a dolt, you know? Right. Well, right. and he's telling her, you wiped the blood off your face? Oh, my God. Why would you do that? It's like, dude, she had blood all over her face. Of course she's going to do right. that. Well, and, and, and she says, I've been here for, five, for the past seven. Yeah, because she probably woke up at six, five or seven. Uh, I've been here. Uh, and you assume he shows up at like one, two, maybe. So I've been dragging this. And I think she actually even says, I've been dragging this body all morning for the past seven hours. What are you, what are you talking about? Uh, preserving evidence. And let's get our stories straight. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> like she goes, she's not telling the truth. <laughs> right. She says, I'm just I'm just gonna tell the tell them exactly what happened. This is it. And now he like, does have oh, a point though. It's yeah, not he, about the right. truth. He does have one right. point there. Yeah, he goes he goes, No, you can tell the truth, but it's a certain type of truth or something. It was something yeah, truth, exactly. Right? Basically a typical scumbag lawyer thing. Like you can tell the truth, but you have to word it a certain way because we basically got to use it to our advantage to trick people into thinking certain ways and blah, blah, blah. You know, that's basically what he's implying. And, and she's like completely clueless. It's like, you don't understand. I tell the truth. I tell the truth. And he's going, no, 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 you, you got to do it this way. But, Either way, he's mumbling and jumbling all this crap, and she's like, "No, we got to get the f out of here now." 
And he didn't even bring his phone inside, moron. Right, he leaves it in, in the car. <laughs> right, right. Hasn't it been charging the whole way? That's what I didn't understand. Because <laughs> yeah. he says something about it, he wanted to leave it on the charger. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I usually, that's what I usually do when, when I... But doesn't that mean it's charged by the time you get out to this really remote location? Yeah, well, he had to use Waze the whole way, and you know that yeah, the battery that like crazy. The battery. Yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. Well, or maybe he was a dumbass, and he he, he was Bluetoothing the phone instead of plugging it right into the USB port. You know? <laughs> so, uh, for folks who uh, don't know that don't have uh, cars made in the past four years, most cars now have USB ports, and you can plug your phone right into. Uh, and charge and, and play through your radio and stuff because uh, when I got my new car two years ago, I was like shocked. I was like, wow, this is cool. Yeah, I listened to the Dark Discussions uh, News Network today uh, by Bluetooth on my car, as a matter of fact. Oh, there you go. There you go. So, uh, shameless plug, shameless plug. Yeah. Uh, which which podcast? I know you actually listened to the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. Oh, that's actually, actually right. But it's part of the yeah. Dark Discussions News Network. That's exactly right. Yes. Yes. Um, so, uh, yeah. So Tom is, is adult and of course he arrives too late because another car begins to start coming down the drive. And now again, it, this was probably planned too by the husband. They plow the road and it's a long driveway. It's like, you know, one of those quarter of a mile driveways, probably one lane. So Tom's car isn't going to be able to get out. Her car, she already knows can't get out because it has no gas. And so this car, truck that comes in with the, what was it, Kevin, Indiana license plate or Illinois yeah, license Indiana plate? Indiana license plate. Yeah, pulls in and it blocks everybody in. And I said I, I stopped the film at that moment. And I told my wife, the only car that you can use to get the hell out of here now is the is the truck that just pulled in. Because if you try to drive, as we know, living in New England, uh, three of us and uh, and or two of us, I should say, um, all of us know that all of us have lived. Yeah, in yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah, everybody here is originally <laughs> from the Northeast, New, New Northeast, no matter what. If you drive in snow, that's even a half. A foot, your car gets stuck. That's it. So no car can go around. Unless you got truck. chains, you might get out. With right, chains. And, and, and a lot of that it chains, <laughs> it chains. A lot of a lot of states now have chains illegal because yeah. they 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 rep up the 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 McAdam. So they they've banned the chains because it destroys the roads. Um, so I said it's going to come back. Uh, this wasn't a Chekhov's gun, but I said. She's, one of these cars are going to try to go around the truck, and and they're doomed, and they're not going to get out. And sure enough, that happens later, where it goes off the road into the like side of a, the lake, kind of sort of. But we'll talk about that in a moment. But um, either way, um, we find out that there's two repairmen that are there. What are they there well, for? Well, they call themselves repairmen for the plumbing, but he's yeah. he's smart enough to see through that. Right. He's not a total idiot. I mean, he does understand something. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If he's a defense attorney, 
he knows he knows that, and so he can he can you know like certain stories to tell. And, and when this guy says his stories, he knows the guys say, yeah, but that doesn't make sense, and this doesn't make sense, and that doesn't make sense. Oh, actually, it just came to my brain. Weren't they um, when he arrived at the house? Did 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 didn't he say, is all of this because of us or me? And he goes, or maybe my husband's crazy. Doesn't she right. say something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that was part of the stock, stock humor. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, sure enough, the husband obviously was crazy, uh, but also he was to the point where, uh, as I mentioned to Kevin again offline, was he's at his wit's end, and because his life is over as he knows it, because he really his wife's cheated on him and the authorities are, are going to crack down on him. Uh, so he snapped. Yeah. He's Megan Fox snapped. has some great delivery of lines in this movie. Uh, indeed. Indeed. Yeah. And that, that whole scene had a lot of dark humor in it. And, and, and uh, uh, it was a, it was a good way to, I guess, um, uh, relax me as a viewer after watching, uh, the, the first hour of, of stress, which was yeah. um, the yep. relationship with her husband, and then of course her trying to figure out how to get the, the husband off off her hand. The brain it was matter. perfectly brain timed. Matter. It was perfectly timed because at that point, you know, she had been dragging the body around for a fairly long time, and she had been alone in the movie for a fairly long time. So you were ready for somebody to show up. And it was just perfect timing. Yeah. yeah, and that's the beginning of the third act too. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So. so so, so yeah, we we find out that yeah these guys aren't plumbers and and uh, he gets stabbed. Yeah, yeah. Basically, it's the two it's two brothers. Uh, the brother that actually stabbed Megan Fox back originally. So the the real the criminal, the guy that her husband put in jail and got out. And, <laughs> yeah, and and her, and his brother. And I guess his brother uh, was not prepared for the violence. He was at all. He was just expecting that they were going to go there and get the diamonds, um, so she wouldn't. They could steal them and then and whatnot. So so yeah yeah it was it was what was the deal? Did, what what did he tell the criminal? He did because it. I'm not, I'm he didn't not... even know it was the girl that he had gone to prison for stabbing um, right. when they went there. So the brother didn't know that at all. So that totally yeah. changes the game because they're instantly going to be looked for. Right. Even if they're killed, he's going right. to be the first the first person they look at. Yeah. So my, <laughs> so my understanding is is that the bad guy, the 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 knife guy, he was there. He was hired to kill the the wife. And and his reward was to take the diamonds. Yep. And, and the brother was just there because he thought it was a, a, you know steal the diamonds. Yeah. And neither of them though were not in on the husband's plot. No, was, they just they, were being used. Yeah, they did not know that they uh, he would be killing himself. Nor did they know that they were part of the game. Uh, uh, so to speak, which was eventually to try to get the diamonds um, off of uh, her, her neck, and we'll, we'll explain that in a moment too. Um, so yeah, so Tom is dead, and at that point, I, I 
I, I think I paused it again. Did you say that idiot? No, I said, I said, I said, why didn't, why didn't she grab the keys out of his hand and try to go? So she would at least have his keys because the Chekhov's gun in this scene was his cell phone was in his car. So I was thinking she would take his keys and even if she had to run around and hide for a few hours until these guys were out of there, she could at least eventually get to Tom's car and try to get the cell phone out of his car. I don't understand once he knew that guy was not a plumber, why he didn't go back in the house and lock the door. Why did he wait until he got stabbed? I mean, that's what made him a big idiot. (laughs) Right. Yeah, because you, you have a guy that blew his brains out. He he was called. Tom was called by someone that said they were Emma, and and they weren't. And Emma has said, "You've been called here for a different reason. We got to get the hell out of here because this isn't just what you think." So you're right. He should have immediately assumed, especially when he saw that they li- he said Buffalo and license plate and all the other crap. And the brother was the brother criminal was the typical guy that you know he they're from Indiana, so. He doesn't know where the fuck Buffalo is. Excuse my language. Um, so when he says, yeah, we're coming from Buffalo, you know, he may have thought Buffalo was the next town over. You know, you know, I mean, <laughs> if I go to California and you say Venice Beach, I'm just is that, you know, I think that's near Los Angeles. Maybe, you know, but when, you know, maybe it's not. I have no idea. You know, I mean, I know San Jose, San Francisco in the north and I know San Diego's near Mexico and then I know Los Angeles there. But I don't know, like Santa Monica. I don't know where any of those are. You so, don't know where Bakersfield is, Phil? No, I don't. I don't know that. Yeah, is that in California too? Oh, yeah, I don't know yeah. what is. Yeah, okay, yeah, I, I don't know. Just, uh, I mean, I know where Sacramento and Fresno is too, but uh, Fre- uh, Bakersfield's near Fres- Fresno, I think. Okay, so you know, you got this guy from Indiana, and he says, "Oh yeah, we're coming from. You know, could I just use your your toilet because you know I got to drive back to Buffalo?" And that immediately doesn't make sense because, you know, the the guy from Indiana is probably just thinking that Buffalo's like twenty minutes away. When in fact it's two and a half hours away, so he goes, yeah, I don't, yeah, and but you're right, he should have immediately got the hell out of there and got back in the house. Um, so yeah, that wasn't smart, and of course because it's New York State, he's not able to have a a, a carry. You know, they, they got the they don't have the the carry law there, so it's not like he's going to be packing. Well, and that's even more so. Why did the other guy even get close to him? Because you know, he had a knife, not a gun. So should have yeah. been in the house instantly when the other guy got out of the vehicle. Right, right. Yeah, so that that's one thing that Megan Emma locked out is that these criminals didn't come with guns. Yeah. So that that's true. That's a, that, that's a good point. Um, so, yeah. And they so might have had a hard time getting them because one was just on parole and we don't know anything about the other one. That's a good point. Yeah. So Emma, still get him illegally. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So Tom is murdered. Um, and so yeah, this is when the the scene, the I guess the part that you said Barrett was you felt was awesome as well. This this whole next thirty minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it was pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. (laughs) Um. Now, uh, what what did you think at this point, John? Uh, What what do you think was going to happen? Um. And did you see any of the twists coming, like like the diamonds were actually inside the steel necklace and things of like that? I mean, those those are all surprises to me. Well, yeah, no, I never would have guessed where they were. 
Um, or, you know, at least I certainly didn't. But uh, the necklace, I believe, was made out of something uh, much harder than uh, steel. I would say like a tungsten yeah. or something because he couldn't even like pry it off with that, those like bolt cutters, which cut right. steel, right? That's what yep. they do. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God, this thing's made of tungsten. But then I started thinking, how the hell did he get it on there in the first place? Like, what's the anchoring point of that thing? So I thought that That's was brilliant, by the way. I thought that yeah. was absolutely brilliant. Um, right. But yeah, I didn't see any uh, of those uh, twists coming, but I thought that was freaking awesome. But right. what blew my mind, it, and I, I don't want to, yeah, I'll just, you know, we bounce around anyway, yeah. is immediately I thought that the brother, the the the, the less suspecting brother, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. Yeah. Anyway, I immediately thought that guy looks like Eli Jimmy. Roth. And guess Jimmy. who it is? It's Jack Roth, Eli Roth's kid. But I didn't know that till after the movie. Oh, that's so, me. No, I, I literally, no I literally couldn't believe it because I said to myself, "That looks like Eli Roth," and I just kept watching, you know, whatever. Of course, it's not Eli Roth or Eli Roth's kid or nephew yeah. or anything. Tim, and Tim sure Roth. enough, it was Tim Roth, not Eli Roth. Tim Roth. Yeah, Tim. That's what I meant. Tim. Tim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah, Englishman. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the Englishman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Did I say yeah. Eli, is there an Eli He's, Roth too? There yeah, is, yeah. yeah, big in horror, yeah. So I want to be clear. <laughs> Eli Roth, oh is, right, uh, yeah, the, dir- the, dir- the director, yeah. But you meant Tim Roth, yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah. Right, the one from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, yeah, I, I had yeah. looked that up too because he looked so familiar, and I was like, "Wow, that's yeah. wild." Well, then, uh, yeah. So just go back and edit out. I meant to say, um, yeah, we got it. We got know, it. It's, the it's right Roth. Good. Yeah, yeah, we we knew. Yeah, once you once you you get the the first name, you, that's all. You, you just but he looks so much like him; it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I think about it now, I looking back, yeah, absolutely. That's a, that's a good catch, John. Um, so uh, what about you, uh, Kevin? What, what were you surprised with any of this this stuff uh, at the the second half? Because because for me, the whole movie, as things popped up, I didn't predict anything. I mean, the only thing I predicted was. The gun would come into play later, because I knew that was Chekhov's gun. Literally. Well, I mean, I figured. The, I thought the, the cell phone would too, as I mentioned, the the Chekhov cell phone, but that never yeah. came. Yeah, I mean, I figured the, uh, the 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 younger brother, the less suspecting brother, would turn on the the older brother because, you know, he didn't want a, a he didn't want a murder on his conscience. He just funny. He just heard, okay, we're gonna get some diamonds, and you know, we're gonna get some money. So, okay, I'll help my brother. Who just got out of jail for you know attacking somebody violently but you know it's my brother and so i'll help him out but um you know i wasn't i like when they when they finally got into the safe and there was nothing in there you know all of a sudden he had the saw and he's like you know close to her and he really says oh i have to cut her head off to get the, the thing you know to, to get to the the necklace i'm thinking the diamonds are in that thing i mean those must be real small diamonds um but i wasn't expecting that but i mean at the same time though i wasn't surprised i i was kind of i wasn't surprised like there's this one scene where um they go up into the attic and there's this chair rocking like covered up chair rocking and of course you see megan fox cowering under there and you think, oh, you know, she's under the chair, you know, and so he pulls the the, the, the cover off, and nope, Meg is not in there. She's in the next one, and she takes the thing, she takes a golf club and hits him, um, you know, knocks the guy out briefly, and so then she goes down, she knocks out the brother, 
locks the brother in and Phil and I were talking about this offline. She says she should have just killed the guy, you know, I mean, hit him a few more times with the, with the club and then got into the car, you know, into the, uh, uh, ex-boyfriend's car or or, the whatever, truck. or even, yeah. even look in the brother's pocket, even look into the main guy's pockets because he probably had the keys to the truck in his pockets so he could have like clubbed her to death. I mean, she could have clubbed him to death, grabbed the keys, went, you know, got the boyfriend's cell phone, drove, you know, took the take the uh, the pickup truck, drive off, and call the cops along the way. Yeah. Of course, she doesn't do it, but. Yeah. Well, I don't so, think it's that, that easy to kill someone. <laughs> well, no, no, this is. Uh, I, I want to go with, with Kevin here because I, I was one that brought that up too with Kevin, which was was the, the only flaw of this movie for me was when she clubbed the brother. Uh, I mean, the, her her original attacker. He's unconscious on the ground. A lot of slasher films, then they run away. She kind of did that. If this was was how it should have been especially since it was her own attacker, plus they're trying to kill her and they just killed Tom and she knows it's a conspiracy because of what her husband did. She should have took that, that golf club, no matter how Christian she is, no matter how moral or guilty she would feel, you kill the threat. So it'll never ever get back up. I agree with you. Movies. They always get back up. I agree with you, but I don't think that in reality, most people would do that. Uh, I don't know. I, 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 it's easy to say that until you're you're in that position. I well, think it takes someone it, who's really bent on killing someone to just do that. Well, to be honest, for me, for me, I don't see it as an issue at all. And I'll tell you why. Because this isn't just a random attacker. Okay. I understand all those well, reasons. No, you can tell me a million reasons. I think a normal person doesn't think about killing someone. No, no, no. But you're not unconscious. This is talking about the morality of this. He's no, I'm not about, at all. No, no. About the fact that sometimes people just don't think about no. it. They're like, I just got to get out of here. It's a, no, it's no, the but, fight or flight thing, and Megan chose flight. Well, I'm still calling it a flaw, and the only flaw, in my opinion, the movie because not only if, if it was just a random person at a camp that was being attacked by Jason or Michael Myers or whatever okay they run because it's just some random attacker that's attacking you and it's like who are, why am I being attacked this is someone that almost killed her a, 10 years prior and now he's back she might still be afraid and, of him uh, all right, yeah, all right. I, I guess we're gonna di- agree to disagree, but I, yeah. I always say, <laughs> in every time we talk about these type of films, if you take advantage and get the upper hand, and, and it's a guarantee win, you take it. And I say that in every every one of these. I say that in every one of these movies, but I understand when someone doesn't because I, I actually can see her being less likely than in other cases for somebody to not do it because. She's been abused by that guy, maybe fearing that guy, and so it, it flight takes over for her. Yeah, maybe I, I don't know. I, I but I would have looked for keys in his pocket <laughs> first. Yeah. I, well, I if he started to twitch, he'd have gotten another hit. A couple oh, of things. I, I would have just killed him. Done. I would have too. I'm just saying, from her perspective, maybe not. Go on, John. What are you gonna say? No, I'm just a little confused because I thought in uh, 
uh, Friday the Thirteenth that Jason's mother was the actual slasher. I was I'm a little confused. What you well, said we're talking though. about the Friday no, no. The I, I just said I meant any Friday. Any, I, I didn't guess. say I didn't I even guess. say Friday the I just said uh, if you're at a camp. That's all I said. Oh right, I thought you were Jason's referring to the. Yeah. I thought you. Were I didn't say the, the first film. I did not say the first. Film. I didn't even <laughs> mention the film. I even right. said Michael Myers, and he had right. nothing to do with camps. But no, in all reality, you know what I kind of wish. You, you know, you talk about flaws of these movies. Is that th- here's what the reality is? If you get smashed in the head with a nine iron. Yes, uh, you're out. One one time, you're nine out of ten <laughs> times, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah, you're gonna get hit yeah, in the head. Your yeah, head's yeah, gonna cave in, yeah, and you're yeah, gonna yeah. die. Yeah. Okay. I, I but, always say that about whiskey bottles. Remember, we used to talk about that. Yeah, like, they don't you know, smash. They, if you t- if you take a whiskey bottle and crack it over someone's head, they're dead. They're dead. That's gonna, yeah. break, that's, that's gonna break your skull. But go on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Down. So I just yeah. wish you know sometimes in these movies they would just get the one time and they would die, but they don't. Yeah. They always seem to live through. Traumatic brain injuries. I've come to accept that because every movie does it. So I have had to accept that. But I know that if someone's using a golf club on you or if they're using something on your head, you're not getting back up. Well, this is what they could have done. This is what they could have done to clear this up is what they could have done was when she hit him, they could have showed it her him still conscious and grabbing after her. Then, okay, fine. She's going to run. But yeah, that he was out sense. cold. When he's out cold, at least, and he fall, you know, falls and all that stuff. Well, that's where I you go don't to. Run. That's where I go to the more. Uh, he's out of the way. I can get away. But they always wake up too fast in these movies, too. Like right. you're not getting back up in five minutes, yeah. even if you lived through it. But but the thing is, too, is is I would love to see a film where they say, okay, I can get away. But if you kill the person. You can still get away because they're dead, and then you can say, "Okay, I can get away," you know. And well, speaking, I, yeah, go ahead, Kevin. No, no, sorry. It's just speaking of suspension of disbelief. How long was Megan Fox in the cold? The ice? <laughs> oh yeah, that that one got me. Okay, because yeah. I'm sitting there thinking, I was I mean, watching that. My my mind was all right. Scientifically speaking, and you know, maybe if. You know, co- from Dark Discussions co-host Mike was here. He could probably even tell us. But, I mean, that cold water, you cannot last underwater that long. I mean, whether or not you can hold your breath really well, you know, you're going through, you're going to have hypothermia. You're going to have a bunch of stuff. And, you know, so. Cutting through the ice with a knife, too. I would have been. It would have been more believable if she had come right up to the hole that they fell through. Yeah, and or, came or, out or that she, way, or or she got to the um, to the shoreline. Sure. And, yeah, and, and went up where the the her uh, her Truck. bronco her bronco yep. went into the water. But the yeah. thing, yeah, but well, first of all, she could well she couldn't have survived that either, just because she would have been under the ice too long. She probably yeah. would have needed to breathe, you know. For, well. I mean, and that's the thing I told you, Kevin, is that I, I have no issue. I can do the suspension of disbelief for, for that, but it's for a bunch of stuff like that, or or the guy getting hit over the cl- head with the club, and and coming back. Uh, the but it all the one thing that always bothers me where I can't have that suspension of disbelief is when you have the monster or villain on the ground. You and you have the advantage. You just you just end it. And that, yeah, especially with of, the past, like you said, Phil. Yeah, with the her past. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know. So I don't know. I and 
but I, I see Kevin's points for the other stuff too, which is the you know I mean obviously she's going to be in the hospital for a while because of the the, the ther- hypothermia. Um, I, I said to him on and text this morning. I go, well, she could have just ran into the house and, and threw herself in in a hot shower. The knife um, through the ice, though. I'm I'm sorry, no way. Well, I mean, it's, it, it depends when you're on under the ice for that long. You do not have the strength to do it. I don't care how much no, you you got exactly. Me. Exactly. It could have been a Ginsu yeah. knife, though. Those things go through anything. <laughs> they go through cans and whatever. Oh, well, you do. You got to also remember the ice wasn't that thick either. It was you know? thick enough. It was thick enough to walk, to walk on. on. It took a lot to break it, and that's at least a few inches thick, a couple inches thick. Yeah, yeah. And that oh, is not know? easy to break through. I can tell you. Right. Right. Yeah. There, there was another thing too that bothered me about that scene was when she was injured because she got stabbed, right? So she, yeah. yeah, so she was basically crawling and he was panicking to try to get her. She wasn't going anywhere because if she's going to cross that pond or, or it was more of a pond, it was a lake. He, he could have gone in the house, had a couple of beers, came back, and, and she's still only going to like 30 feet. Right. So <laughs> I, I, I was like, why is he panicking and why is he trying to jump on? Because as he's you know, angry, he could have just stood there and watched yeah. her die. She's gonna die from the cold. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. he, she's yeah, barely yeah. wearing anything. <laughs> right. By by, Kevin has a good point. He, he, this guy was now irrational. He was just wanted vengeance. When does his other eye get? And, and out? also, he does. And that's a f- actually oh, underwater. Okay, I, that's what I thought. <laughs> and I forgot. He also doesn't want her to get to go that far or even sink in the water because she has all the diamonds. That's true. That's true. You have a good yeah. point there. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so even if she isn't going to go anywhere, if the ice cracks and she goes under, he's never getting the diamonds. Right. So, so that's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know so, what? I we were talking about those diamonds. They might not even be in the necklace. We're trusting that he said they were in the yeah. necklace. But there might be nothing. Well, it could just be a metal necklace that's hard to cut through. Yeah, uh, that's and tungsten's fair. not expensive at all. That thing could be like an $80 necklace. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm disagreeing with all these. I know that's true because, you know, we never saw the diamonds in the necklace. But it makes sense that they were probably there. It wouldn't surprise me if they weren't. They were there. It wouldn't be surprise me if they weren't either because he I didn't care about any of those I wouldn't people. have been surprised either way. Well, my yeah, that's true because he doesn't care. He could have just lied the whole thing. Yeah, yeah he could have just lied the whole thing and just kind of saying, hi, I got you all. So now this guy has integrity, Phil. Like now, this is the one thing he's going to have integrity. Like, right? But again, since it ends happily, where she survives, I'm assuming that there, there's the diamonds are in there. She could still die from frostbite. She can still die from hypothermia. Well, she's she's, she's she not going. She's on the yeah. ice in know, the middle of winter. Well, yeah, but I mean. I mean, it's in, her, it's in her contract. She can't die. <laughs> no, no, but that's not the type of film it is. It's, it's, it's I the know. type of film at the end. The f- cops show up right at the very end. Like, Making a joke, man. Fair enough. Lighten up, Francis. <laughs> um, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. Obviously, but I mean, obviously, there's some some suspension of disbelief at the end, uh, whether it's being clubbed whether it's her running versus killing the guy and whether or not, you know, the, the ice scene was, was legit or not. Yeah. But it's still it fantastic. Was all exciting. It was, yeah, all exciting. it was still fantastic. Even with all those things, because I can accept most of the, you know, even though I know 
there's that outside chance that one of those things could happen. You know what I mean? Right. So right. it's like maybe she could come up from the ice and live. Now right. it's really hard to climb out even out of an ice hole. I'll tell you right, right. now right. by yourself. Right. But yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, they they, they, were, they could have fixed it easily if they really wanted to, which is. Um, like I said, he wasn't unconscious, so she, that's why she fled. And yeah. and when she broke out of the ice, they sh- they had her. Um, they they could have just showed her feet on the ground, you know, because it, you know she was swimming around trying to find the hole and she couldn't. And she, by the time she gets out, you know, she could have been on an, a shallower area, and they could have showed her pushing with her feet up with the where she had leverage. Her, yeah, 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 exactly. exactly. <laughs> or, right. So, or they could have just had her come to the hole closer to where the truck fell in. I mean, the Bronco fell in, and, right. and the ice was weak over there because. You know, it, it cracked the ice. So they could have they could have fixed that pretty easily. But I guess they wanted to make it more uh, suspenseful. You know, is she going to escape? Is she going to find the hole? Is she going to break through? And then, of course, showing the the knife coming through the ice is a kind of a cool. It was a cool scene. scene. It was that's a cool why, scene. Yeah. So that's <laughs> I think that's why they went that way rather than um, trying to be more plausible. I guess. I yeah. like that he got his final eye. Stabbed. I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> when he got yeah. that next eye yeah. stabbed, I was like, that's awesome. Yeah. Perfect karma. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I mean, you know, th- these are the things that we've seen in other films where, you know, the bad guy falls and as he's falling, he grabs the foot of the hero. Yes. Or and heroine. she goes into, yeah. And, and they go, yeah, yeah. So they, we've seen all, you know, so, so. Fine, it's, you not, fools. It's, it's the least original part of the film is is the the final showdown but it's but, fun <laughs> but it's fun yeah yeah exactly i like the scene where she cuts his hand off that she's chained to with the anchor too that was pretty cool that was awesome oh, yeah that yeah. was great and 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 that was brilliant because that would be something that the husband wouldn't think of yep like like oh i got to get rid of the anchor you know yep yeah 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 i love the uh the dopey brother didn't he say like an animal could have done this Yes, or something. Right, right. <laughs> right. that was awesome. <laughs> well, Jimmy, and, and Jimmy, and, and that was that was the cool too because the the brother wasn't expecting all this death and blood. So when he finds the husband dead, he, he, doesn't, he doesn't even think like, "Oh, I wonder what's under the chop." But again, he doesn't know he would be tied to her anyway. So for him, he just sees a dead body. So. It's plausible he would just freak out and like, oh my god, she's dead. Another then, one? <laughs> yeah. Well, not only another one. And this but, one we uh, didn't kill. <laughs> no, but not. No, no. It's also the DA who yeah. put her, and he knows the DA because he was probably at the trial watching his brother go down. Right. And so he's like, oh my god, the DA's dead. The guy that hired us. Holy shit. <laughs> and you know, and and then when the brother comes out, he goes, yeah, this wasn't part of the plan. He didn't tell us that he was going to be dead. <laughs> you know. So that was pretty awesome. And at that point, um, you know, he didn't hey, tell them much of anything because. <laughs> did did either of you fellas uh, wonder when she was looking for something to um, separate herself from uh, the, the dead remains of her uh, husband, that why she didn't break the mirror in the bathroom and just try to cut cut up, cut him off at the wrist there? Oh, I didn't even think of that. She didn't either. in the bathroom. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great Barrett. She didn't think of that either. Yeah, yeah. Because that's how it's like. You're in a situation like that, and you, you know, you're looking at the mirror. She cleaned herself off and everything, right. but she didn't think about using that to cut his hand right. off. Right, and, and that's something they could have fixed too, because they could have had her break the mirror, and then 
the pieces just weren't big enough to do it. You know, they were like teeny things and it just didn't work. She was like cutting her hands doing yeah, it. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. So they could oh, have been that. awesome. Yeah, they, they could have <laughs> done that. Like it wasn't enough of a bloody mess all around the house. Yeah, right. No kidding. Yeah. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, so it was, it was, uh, that was a, that's a good, good catch though, John. I didn't, I didn't even think of that. I didn't yeah. either. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure there's probably a lot of things in that house you could think of to using if, yeah. if you're of a mind for it, but who's ever thinking they got a saw through a hand, you know? Right. And then right. She, well, got I, driven, I she got driven out into the place where the anchor was and was like, Oh, serendipity. I can use this for sure. Right. I was even thinking that maybe she would try to pull his hand off, meaning, you know, use the wall for leverage and put her feet up and just pull it, but hold, hold the, the thing. So her yeah. hand wouldn't oh, get hurt. Glove them. Yeah, glove them. Exactly. Because it wouldn't matter. Break his him. bones. Yeah. Break yeah, his bones, yeah. whatever. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Oh. Yeah. That's another thing she could have took like uh, uh, the the bed and 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 lifted it if she could. I don't even know if she could. Just bash and, those and fingers. On, yeah. Until until it, it all broken bones and then you know, the hand would just fall off. I'm not to fall off, but slip out. Of I the, mean, she had time to think about it. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of her time was spent dragging the body around. I'd have been spending a lot more time thinking about ways to get detached from well, the yeah, body. Yeah, but, but, but she was. She was. She was doing the most obvious things, which is go get a knife. Oh, the knives are gone. Go get the yeah. saw down in the basement. Oh, it's gone. It's okay, gone too. In the car. Oh, the gas is gone. So all that time she was using wisely, it's just that the husband outthought of it. Now, what you, Kevin, you were saying something? Well, no, I was just saying that everything that I mean, she wasn't wasting time because she went to the most logical, like the, the, the logical options. The first one yep. was the gun. She tried to shoot it. Nope, that didn't work. Okay, well, let me try the kitchen. Okay, well, the kitchen, you know, there, there's nothing there. Okay, well, let's try the basement. Okay, well, the basement's not there. Well, let's just try the car. Okay, he just did the car, you know, and of course, the husband's like, I am I'm surprised you made it this far. But I mean, I'm also thinking, like, why didn't she try to do something like, I don't know if you could slam the, the car door on the chain enough times to break it. But I don't I don't think that would have worked. But I'm surprised oh. she didn't try because she probably would have probably would have been getting desperate at the time. All right. Well, we know Johnny would have removed the mirrors from the house. <laughs> right. hundred percent. hundred percent. I'm also surprised she didn't use his shoes. Like when she went outside, she never took his shoes. She wrapped her own feet up in cloth. Oh, oh, he didn't have shoes. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, where was his shoes? That's a good question. Well, yeah. He didn't have shoes. I mean. Well, no, he was sleeping. But where did yeah? But where did he hide the shoes? Eventually, she was wearing a Converse, wasn't she? Yeah, she got those from from Tom. She yeah, Tom shoes, but her husband wasn't wearing shoes because he was in bed. So well, the question is where he put her sh his shoes, but we don't know. Another yeah. mystery solved. Oh, we that? oh, uh, let me be specific. I'm sorry. We know why she broke <laughs> up with Tom because they have the same shoe size. <laughs> oh, yeah. too much of a girly man. Well, well, not necessarily. But I mean, he could have like, you know, size twelve, and hers are like petite seven or something, but. She can still wear the shoes. It's only when yeah, I know small, right? They looked you know, like they were right, right and fit when she was walking know, around the uh, house. They did. They really did. Maybe, yeah, yeah. Is, I think I might be on the on something there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe she 
you shy as a penis size, but uh, something. To, yeah. So if we, if we ever interview the feet. director or whoever, we'll uh, ask that question. Yeah. If that right. was purposeful. Indeed, indeed. Um, let's see. All right. So yeah. So at the end, if we we assume again because there's a lot of assumptions. Yeah. She survives. And a lot of the cops show up, and the diamonds are in in the 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 steel necklace. If we want to be pessimistic, the husband just threw the diamonds out because he was going to be killed anyway, so it didn't oh, matter. Oh, there were never were diamonds in the Yeah, place. or there were never diamonds in the first well, place. Well, there were probably <laughs> diamonds because I think she kind of knew they were diamonds too, I thought. but No, she didn't. No, she, she didn't no know anything idea. about diamonds. Oh, she didn't know anything about it? She had nope. no idea. She, I mean, okay. she thought that they were she, all she knew about the diamonds were is that they were in the safe, and the only reason why she knew they were in the safe is because the because the, the attackers were telling her, yeah, there are diamonds in the safe. Now, now the, the, the whole plan would have been ruined if before she woke up in the morning, earlier in the night or something, she was trying to take off the necklace and she couldn't. And she goes, what's going on here to her husband? And he would have, what would he say? Well, I'm sorry. She was a bit distracted and drugged. So I don't think the necklace around her neck was. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I get, you're right. You're right. She didn't even think about it until like later that later in the morning. She's like, oh, yeah, I have this thing on it. She can't get the thing off. Right. That's true. She was like, yeah, she was probably already beginning to be drugged. Yeah. Yeah. So, that, yeah. So that pretty much. Um, I, uh, so the, the pessimistic would be there was no diamonds and she just went through hell. And then even the more pessimistic is. Yeah, she dies of hypothermia. But again, the, 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 I think she's going to live. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's, yeah. She's hurting after this because she's gotten her ass beat. She's yeah. laying on the lake. She feels okay right now because she's numb yeah. <laughs> from being in the water. Right, but right. she's it's going to be not good when they get to her. They're going to have to immediately heat her up, and yeah. she could still die from that. And, and she's got to hope that uh, uh, her the, the feds don't uh, confiscate all her husband's wealth. Right. Yeah. 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 Cause you assume she's going to inherit it all. Yeah. If he uh, even left anything for her to inherit, he might've gotten rid of everything. Yeah. He might've. Yeah. Yeah. You know, no. yeah. cause it seems like he was thinking along those lines, making sure that because, if she didn't die, there would be nothing for her. But also right. aren't there stipulations in various, uh, uh, insurance policies that, uh, if he died from suicide, nobody gets anything. Like no, but means, uh, the insurance doesn't pay off. No, I'm not. I'm not even talking about life insurance. I'm just talking about his, just his, wealth. His, his yeah, wealth. Well, right, right. Wealth anyway. Yeah, yeah and, and I will tell you that you know I have some experience, you know, in this. Most insurance policies, after several years go by, they'll pay out even on a suicide. You know, it's not. It's never hard and fast like you know you have you pay on a policy for ten years or twenty years and up oh, they kill themselves. You'll get nothing. They usually don't work like that. All right. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, any anything else that we wanted to talk about about this film? Anything else that anybody want to bring up? That you know your checklist that you wanted to bring up that you just never, you, we haven't said talked about yet. Anyone? Nope. All right. Uh, I think we've talked about everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more to talk about than I thought because I thought it was you know it's it, it isn't it looks like it's a straight film, a straight you know horror thriller, but. There is a lot of interesting aspects to the plot that, um, if yeah, if, if you go in blind, you, you would you wouldn't see coming at all. Yeah, so, and I think yeah. we had to. I don't think we had to stretch for flaws, but the flaws didn't bother me. 
Um, I still greatly enjoyed this movie. Oh yeah, I mean the flaws were were small. Yeah, we're just yeah. we're just talking about them just because we enjoy talking about flaws. Yeah, 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 we, yeah. Exactly. We critique and and dissect, not just review. Right. So. Yeah. yeah, Phil, you should have that in your like open when you describe what this show is. You should say something like that. Yes, yes, I I, I uh, do at the, right before the critique. I mean, I'm, I mean, throwing up the spoiler alert, but but you're right. I could even add that earlier too. Yeah, I, I actually have that in in our trailer that we use, but I, I don't use the trailer too much. No, but, Phil, uh, I, I think I think that one might have went over your head a little bit, Phil. I I know you say that we critique and review and dissect anyway. Right, gotcha. Belay my last. Uh, I just, life. I just, I just say it later in the uh, thirty minutes in or fifteen minutes in, rather than uh, at the opening. Um, all right, so um, I guess we can uh, probably get into our final thoughts on this one. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, but before we do, uh, Barrett, why don't you explain what uh, the Dark Discussions podcast is all about? The Dark Discussions podcast is a genre film. Uh, podcast where we talk about horror films um mostly and then some other things um and most recently what did we review last week uh, uh don't don't tell us all yeah don't tell us all which was really good and i think that'll be coming out this week did you say um i'm thinking that one is the one that's going to come out this week yeah so uh, that's Dark Discussions podcast. So uh, yep, people can uh, listen to that one as well. Uh, and there's a number of other podcasts on the network too. Uh, we we kind of uh, sl- shrunk it down to a select group of podcasts now. While earlier, when we first started the network, we had uh, close to 40, and now now we're down to uh, uh, a more manageable uh, one that. Um, Though, though we're still looking to add new podcasts to the network. Uh, so if you have a podcast and you're interested in being hosted, uh, we, we uh, have uh, openings as well as openings for anybody who's interested in writing columns or reviews, uh, written columns or written reviews. Uh, we do have openings as well. Uh, so uh, just email darkdiscussions at AOL.com. And Dark Discussions is the flagship podcast of yes. the site and uh they're coming up on their 500th episode we're coming up on that that's true yeah we forgot about that yeah so uh, the 500th episode is coming up for the dark discussions podcast so uh uh that's uh about three uh five years i mean no actually uh, 10 years ten years, and <laughs> and four months or so yeah so so yeah so, yeah, so we'll, we'll have a uh, 500th episode coming out soon we're, we're going to do a uh, probably a user's choice or a listener's choice where we'll uh, each co-host will, will give five films, and then we put it in a, a poll on probably Facebook. And, and anybody that is part of the Dark Discussions uh, podcast Facebook group will be able to go there and choose the films uh, listed, which ones they would be most interested in. And most of those films will be probably uh, uh, horror or genre classics. Uh, examples of when we've been, done the 250th episode or the 300th episode, or we, we've been done, done things like Seven, we did Alien, we did um, uh, pretty much like big big films like that. So uh, that'll probably be the 500th episode. Uh, um, all right, so let's get our final thoughts in this uh, movie here. So uh, let's start with you, Kevin. Good flick, fun flick. Um, 
you know, yeah, the, there were nitpicks that we had, but they were very, very small nitpicks. Uh, and they do definitely do not detract from the movie. It's a, there's elements of revenge. There's elements of house invasion. There's elements of even a, a mystery. And so, yeah, watch it. It's worth your time. All right, sounds good. Uh, Barrett? Yeah, great film. Two thumbs up. Uh, Megan Fox was great in this. I hope to see more films like this from her. All right, sounds good. Uh, for me, yeah, yeah, this film is fantastic. It's it's one of the better uh, genre films I've seen this year, and most certainly will make uh, the, one of the dark discussions top list at the end of the year. Um, it's uh, definitely wants me now to check out uh, her prior film and uh, the film uh, escapes escapes my uh, tongue at the moment, but. Uh, that one is she plays like a mercenary or something, and that one really got good reviews as well. Um, and so I want to—I'll probably want to check that out. Maybe that we could do a, an episode of too. Uh, I think the film was called Rogue. Yeah, Rogue. That's what it was called. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's now, will it. this make your horror list, or will it be a genre film list? That's what I was wondering. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't yeah. feel like horror to me, so I was thinking my top twenty films of the year, but right, right, or the speculative fiction list, which is yeah. The, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question because uh, uh, Wiki gives it uh, horror, thriller, and action. Uh, but you're right; it, you, you could even just look at it as just a thriller too. So I don't know. That's a, that's a good yeah. question. We'll, we'll, we'll determine that when we get closer to the end of the year. But let's hope that doesn't come soon because that means we'll be older, and it also means it'll be colder, <laughs> uh, older and colder, and we don't want that. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's a high recommend for me. It's, it's fantastic. Uh, Johnny, uh, for me, uh, definitely highly recommend this movie. It's a quick hitting film. It's uh, very uh, you know in and out. Great popcorn movie. You watch it, you're thoroughly entertained. It's got a lot of twists, turns, got a little gore. Um, I even would say you know one one jump scare when when the guy blows his brains out. I didn't see that coming at all, and it like. It was just tremendous. That whole scene was awesome. Megan Fox did a hell of a job. Uh, she so happens to be absolutely gorgeous human being, so that doesn't hurt the film at all. Um, yeah, highly recommend. All right, sounds good. And uh, so for uh, folks, once again, uh, the film is called Till Death, uh, starring Megan Fox. Uh, the film uh, it just came out on July 2nd. Uh, it's listed as horror, thriller, action, uh, directed by S.K. Deal, uh, written by um, Jason Carvey. Uh, it's available anywhere films are rented or purchased. Um, so you can get a, a VOD, uh, such as iTunes or whatever. Uh, the films get an excellent reviews uh, wherever you look, whether it's Metacritic or Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, for us here at Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews, part of the Dark Discussions News Network, uh, we all gave it a thumbs up. So, with all that stated, Barrett, why don't you lead us out? Thanks again for joining us on Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews. Join us again next time for something completely different. <laughs>